0: hey everyone and welcome to comics from the multiverse annual number four we are a comic podcast we're a dc comics podcast every week we get together to talk about dc comics but this is our annual episode which means it's the end of the year and we're going to be looking back at our favorite books our top 10s best artist best writer all that sort of stuff of the year uh generally a more relaxed show but of course as always i am joined by matt
1: hey what's up
0: and connor's here too
1: yes and i'm relaxing
0: Yes. I uh, me
2: I have a big old coffee. It's yeah, it's absolutely yeah. relaxing. I'm gonna be all jacked up.
0: Connor's done in booze.
1: Yeah. I'm not yeah. downing. I had a sip of a glass. That is not downing. God, this see Connor <laughs> trying to be
3: classy
2: with a brandy snifter is hilarious.
1: That's uh, it's, it's like it's when you put clothes glass, on. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, it looks like a brandy snifter to me. It looks like when you put clothes on a dog. No, like, yes, brandy it's hilarious, but it's not
1: natural. Brandy ones are, are wider.
0: No, nah, He's going to just be sitting there with a bottle of absinthe by the end of this. Just, just you watch.
1: <laughs> the green fairy. Huh? <laughs> so, honestly, uh, I, I always drink out of these glasses. Okay.
2: Uh, just need yourself a, a rocks glass, Connor. That sounds
1: good.
0: Yeah. All right. It's been twenty. Twi- I don't know. Yes, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's been twenty nineteen, ladies and gentlemen. We're at the end of twenty nineteen, uh, which means we are going to be discussing our top 10 series of 2019, our favourite artist, our favourite writer, uh, and we'll dabble in other sort of topics as well. I think in past years I've come in and said let's definitively pick our favourite single issues of the year. That's always really hard, but we'll we'll give it a try somehow. I don't think we're very prepared to anything, but... uh, Wonder
2: Woman number eight.
0: (sighs) Matt, that worked in... Annual number one that worked on. Annual number one that was a valid pick.
2: Is it not? That's why it's a joke now, and it's funny.
1: (sighs) I mean, the problem with single issues is I can think of like four or five immediately and they're all from like the past four four months or so, you know. Yeah, because they're fresh mm-hmm. so. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't remember single issues from January. Uh, I think that's that, that's usually the, the
0: problem. Uh, we also have uh, some uh, listener picks. Uh, a bunch of listeners voted. I did put out the voting form on Twitter and Facebook and uh, you know, the YouTube sort of community tab uh, to let people have a chance to put in their top fives and Put in their favorite writers and art stuff. So, a lot of that will help spur our discussion a little bit. Uh, and we'll look at also just sort of via voting essentially what the audience top 10 series of the year are. Uh, we'll do that after ours. So, I think we should actually start with our top 10 books um, rather than leave that as the sort of main event. And the reason being is that i think Ooh. that for the others we'll let the audience pick sort of encourage what the discussion starts with and goes with whereas i'd rather do our top tens before we get to their top ten so uh, the way this has worked is that we've all assembled our top tens well all connor threatened they wasn't going to do it but we'll see what happens uh, I, I
1: have like please? 20 books listed and i was hoping that yeah. we would be doing the audience stuff and all the you know the writer artists and yeah. then that would help me nail it down. Because nope. that's what we usually do. Nope. Pete's decided, so, no, screw the format.
2: So, no, Pete just <laughs> pulled a McMahon and shotgunned the title to the beginning <laughs> of WrestleMania. And everyone's like, wait, what's going on? Why is Seth Rollins coming out?
0: Here's my logic. My logic is is that I feel that <laughs> when we talk about the writer and artist of the year before we do our top 10, it greatly informs what's going to be high on our list. I don't think it's the same the other way around. I will think... Us talking about our top 10 necessarily indicates who we're picking for best artist. Maybe best writer, a push, but... It depends. I mean, it's 50-50. Nah. Six and a half a dozen. I don't know. We're going to try it this when way Pete, this year.
2: When Pete said what his logic is, I really thought he was going to go, I host the show so I can do what I want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the record, then, my top 10 is being made up as I go-along out yeah, of this yeah. 20 or so. Like, hey,
2: but that, That's good, because I just heard mine this morning. I'm sure Pete, being the robot he is, has had spreadsheets for months and is just, you know move them ever so slightly.
0: like. For the record, I also did mine this morning, so bait me. <laughs> Look, I'm so sorry that me and Matt both take this show seriously and respect our audience, and I Connor does not.
1: I took the format that we have had for the past three years so seriously, yeah. I thought I could depend on it happening again.
0: I like, I like the idea that you think that we had the same format the past three annuals, because we did not. I like
1: the idea that
2: Connor thinks Pete knows what he's doing and that Connor thinks, wait... And then Pete thinks Connor doesn't think that.
0: The only thing I'm sure of, Matt, is that Connor does not know what he's doing. That is the only thing I'm sure of.
2: Yeah, 100% <laughs> of the time, it works every time.
0: Screw you all. All right, perfect. Also, if my voice sounds weird today, it's because I get new headphones and my voice sounds weird to me. It probably sounds the same, but to me, it feels it sounds yeah, different. I- you're sounds the exactly the same. Good, that's You're good news.
1: That, that felt like it, an, an attempt to, to brag that he got. New so it sounds more yeah, muffled.
0: I'm not bragging about my new headphones. I bought some new headphones with my Christmas money, right? And they're, they're nice. I like them, but that's all. The old ones have served me well. Those cheap ones lasted like four years. That was quite impressive, to be honest. I mean, they're still a lot. I mean, they didn't die. They're still. Like, I mean, there's a backup. Should should the worst happen? Mm. the worst. Being my headphones. That's
1: the worst. That's the worst in the world. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'd be very upset my headphones, bro, because these are quite expensive, and I've had them for like six years now. Hey,
2: I get sweaty head, so I can't put over-the-ear ones on like that for long periods of time. So my ears start to sweat. Ugh, it's not good. Mm. So, yeah.
0: Oh, that's fair that's fair uh, alright well we're going to get into it so we're going to do our top 10 books at 2019 Connor's going first so <laughs> what's your number 10 uh, you, Connor no no no,
1: no man can start <laughs> I'm not prepared I oh, don't
2: know I think I need to see what Connor put in number 10 so <laughs> yeah I,
1: can I think so too what, I, what I'm going
2: to lead with because, because I have two options for number 10 so mm. Connor, what I have twenty of... options. <laughs> you know, I, I will say my one through five was pretty solid. Like I knew what I wanted to do mm-hmm. with those. Um you
1: know I can probably tell you my six one and through two. ten.
2: Yeah. Well, we're not we're starting with ten. Yeah, we start with ten. Yeah.
0: Uh, talk about so, respecting the format. Want to start at number yeah. two? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll give you a top two and then eight honorable mentions. Right, so so I'll go
2: first, just to, to give Connor some time to vamp. Here, um, so my my number ten of of twenty nineteen is Wonder Woman. Uh, mm. It's not higher up because art for me was kind of all over the place in parts. Um, but G Willow Wilson's story, I thought that that ran the majority of the year, was pretty pretty damn entertaining. I like what it did with the gods and how it kind of gave Diana a new perspective. You know, where, where Themyscira, you know, she finally got back there and it's no longer out of reach. But, you know, it's still not as simple as that. Um, and I don't know if, if Orlando's picked up on those threads because I stopped reading for to save some time. But I, I will say the, like, the Giganta story is something that I will always remember. You know, them going and hunting giants through the Rocky Mountains. Uh, and, you know, that, that story in particular. Uh, so, so Yeah.
0: That's uh, Wonder Woman's number ten. Whoa, no yeah, Wonder Woman's very, very good. Um, obviously, it had a bit of a, a weird ending because mm-hmm. it was kind of rushed. But yeah. uh, that was mostly because I think I think Wilson did start at the, the tail end of last year. I think she was there yeah. on the book for just about a year, give or yeah. take.
2: Well, that's why I message you guys if if we're counting it as you know, if she was on mo- majority of this year, and she was.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We found out. Um, yeah. So no Wonder Woman's a good, good pick. Connor, number ten. All
1: right, I'm going with a, going with a safe option for ten. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. a safe option because neither of you right, read it. Uh, this is uh, Green Lantern by uh, Morrison and Sharp.
2: I realized I was gonna say
0: redhead.
1: I go <laughs> <laughs> that was <some> <laughs>
0: complete. Sorry, that's number one, Matt. Don't worry, that's coming. Oh
1: yeah, that's right, that's right. I mean, I, I did say I know what my one and two are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Uh, Green Lantern was. Uh, it, it's such an exciting book in that it was so unique as a Green Lantern book over you know from the past you know ten fifteen years or whatever it's been, where Green Lantern has has been very good uh, uh, lots of times over that past decade or so, um, but also it's it's got a, a certain feel to it that I feel this book really completely got away from and just did something completely different and I kind of really enjoyed that. Uh, it fell back to basics in, it, in, a, in a very Morrison sort of way. And uh, yeah, lots of fun adventures and great art.
2: Morrison without rules is something I don't enjoy. So
1: I'm glad you're enjoying it, though. Yeah.
0: yeah I enjoyed it so much that I didn't even keep up with it for the show. If, if, uh, I was keeping score at home.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I got busy and I <laughs> fell behind and then I binged up on it uh, the last few issues. Okay. I'm like one or two issues behind. I, I don't know if I've, I've got... I've read the first issue of the the Black Stars mini mm-hmm. that, that's in between.
0: Well, I think season two of Green Lantern starting in what January, February maybe.
2: Yeah,
1: the Black Stars is only uh, three, issues. three issues.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay,
1: and I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of counting that first issue in with this Green Lantern. It's, it's as much as it's a separate mini. It's it's very <laughs> much the same run. It's just they gave it a different book because it was different artist. I don't know, just reasons, I guess.
0: Yeah, uh, my number ten of the year, and I, I, I struggled with the the, the bottom of the list quite a bit because there was a lot of things that could have snuck on there at the bottom. But, um, my number ten, I really wanted to give Supergirl the spot because mm-hmm. uh, I have consistently enjoyed ever since that came back. with the start of Bendis Superman stuff, um, Endrico Supergirl, and th- th- this is a great thing is that in just left the book, but was replaced mm-hmm. by Hauser. So I was not even like a worried that this is about to yeah. go down, down in quality, but, um. The consistent adventures of horror and crypto and uh, the sort of building of that stuff to make it feel very different. And then even Hauser's first issue of the Infected stuff didn't piss me off. It was like, oh, I'm still kind of into this, even though it's doing this tie-in bollocks, which can sometimes be upsetting and, you know, that's something to talk about. But uh, the art in Supergirl has also been very consistently pretty lively, I'd call it. It's very fun and colorful and bright and bold and expressive. Uh, and it feels like it's been consistently had a a very a tone that really works for the the character and uh, yeah so Supergirl my number ten, Matt. Yeah.
2: That that well I was gonna say Supergirl just missed me. Oh yeah. List for all of those reasons it was it was that or Wonder Woman, uh, so and then with Connor that's what I was trying to decide and then Connor decided so I had to go with Wonder Woman. But yeah no I agree with all, all the stuff that Pete said so and and Houser looks promising so. It could end up next year, you know, yeah. up on that list.
0: Yeah. So, what's your number nine, Matt?
2: My number nine is a book by Brian Michael Bendis, uh, and it did something this year that I thought was out of reach for a very long time, and that was bring back Connor Kent fully. He's there. It was a joke on the show. Um, so, so my number nine book is Young Justice, and you know, I joked because of Connor Kent, but it has become my go-to teen hero book because I don't read Teen Titans um, and this team feels very much like the Teen Titans that I came into because I mean it kind of has all the same characters for the most part so it's kind of hard not to uh, but the additions that uh, Bendis and Gleason made at the beginning with Ginny Hex and Teen Lantern uh, they're they're nice additions they're they're completely different from other heroes that we have like you know the, the fact that Teen Lantern was able to form this uh, I guess you could not contraband, but what's the word I'm looking for, you know, illegal almost shouldn't exist. Uh, Green Lantern issue or uh, powers. Uh, and so that, that origin was a lot of fun. Jenny Hex's origin, real fun. And then we had the whole multiverse and gym world things, which you know, didn't feel like anything else that Bendis was doing. Cause that, that's my, my main takeaway on his is his stuff. So over layered, you know what I mean? They all, Work with one another, um, and it's just a lot of fun. Like that last issue that we got, where they're all,
0: you know, staying at Naomi's house. I think was that the last one? Yeah, that was the last one. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I've been digging. You know, just it, it didn't make my list because um, I do think it's sort of on the lower end of what Bendis is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wonder how many times we, me or Matt will start with. This is a book by Brian Michael Bendis. I, I, I,
1: I'm <laughs> keeping count of that because yeah, I mean. I'm I'm gonna hope that that Legion of Superheroes isn't on there because it's only had like two issues, and I know you've both agreed it's been the weakest mm. uh, yep. of his. So if that's on there, I'm calling shenanigans. Um,
2: I can promise you, being the Legion guy, it's not on there because it's it's not my Legion, right? Like it's fine, but and it's two issues
1: in. Yeah, exactly. That, there, that, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying it for any of the other ones. I'm just saying that one surely can't be on there. Yeah. I'm expecting. <laughs> Pretty much all yeah. the others. Young
0: <laughs> Justice was a was a maybe. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. I guess they're yes. all on there. Yes, I wonder how many out of ten of Matt's will be Bendis books. <laughs> well, I mean, I can think of four at least. Yeah. Yes. including uh that. But it was just it as is it was enjoyable. Um, I do think it's, it's good that it's sort of starting to sort of mm. pare down now. Um, I do think the the you know the, the the Gem World kind of stuff it did feel a bit tangential almost uh, mm-hmm. in hindsight. But I'm glad that they're back on the main Earth now, and the the, yeah. the characterization is very good. So. No. Right. Connor, what's your number nine?
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny because I was thinking as Matt was saying, I was like, man, I, I really don't have a lot of teen books anymore. Uh, you know, a lot of the younger heroes are on, you know, Bendis or, right. or or it's Teen Titans and God knows what's going on with that at the yeah. minute. Um, so, so my number nine is one of the few teen hero books that I am reading and that is Dial H for Hero yeah. um, which has had one week issue out of its seven or eight, whatever it's on now, maybe nine, and right. All of the rest of them have been just delightful and fantastic. The art in particular has been spectacular and switching between styles and, you know, it being so self-aware, but having a real heart to it as well, uh, especially you know, at the end of the first arc when it got up to that. And uh, it's probably going to be a theme in this uh, year's list, but it kind of makes Superman important, right, it, to, to the characters uh, for being who mm-hmm. Superman is, uh, which, which is uh, you know nice to read.
2: Yeah. And those those Wonder Comics too. because you could say the thing about Wonder Twins, yeah. that there's they've all been solid except for that one issue where it felt like outside of Young Justice they were all supposed to be six issues, you know, and mm. they had to adjust.
0: So uh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. No, the L H was great when I was reading. Uh, the, that that one bad issue bizarrely <laughs> kind of put, uh, put a wrench in my my reading of it because mm. I just happened I think it was just a, the next one after I was in a busy week and I just kind of fell behind. Um, yeah it's entirely possible i, could, I mean i'm only what two or three behind i could catch up it's not exactly yeah uh... I,
1: the issue after you was the really inventive one where it was told in two halves where mm. uh, all you know it was odd numbered pages in one direction and even in the other and you could read it like you know skipping pages and then go back the other direction but it also had this link of, at the end of each page and the start of the next where you could read it in in the other order as well <laughs> In order. Right, so we
0: still we still left to right for both, though, right? Because the way you said that the first time, it's not like you could go back the way.
1: Yeah, you do. So you, so you, yeah. It, so you start at you know on page one, read uh-huh. all the odd pages forwards, and then you go backwards reading the even pages.
0: Yeah, but you also say that it can read fine if you just read all the pages in order, though, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, so the even number pages can be read backwards or forwards, as we were telling
1: me. Um, well, the even number pages you can only read forwards if you're reading them. After the odd pages as well like if you're reading it in sequential order in entirely, otherwise you're just gonna uh, get a weird story the The connective tissue that makes that work only works with the uh, with the odd pages as well
0: Right, but it's going backwards if you read it all the way through <laughs> for, the, for the start. Yes <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> It's mementally- this is not that complicated it's just it's, it's mementoing. I mean, uh, it's not that. I don't think it's actually that complicated in theory. If I had it in front of me, I'd understand. But it's complicated here, and you try to describe it.
1: You you read the odd pages forwards, and then you read the even pages. You you get to the last page, and you read it backwards on just the even pages. Yeah, that doesn't like appear, I'd rather just read it all the way through from the start. I mean, you can do that. It, it, it tells you straight up. You you can do both ways.
0: I get the the memento experience. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: although is not as good if you watch it in order. It's not. It needs that gimmick, you know.
0: No, um, I. So. Yeah, I mean, the entire film is based around a character with short term memory loss. So, so yep. the the narrative structure actually puts you in the mindset of the character. It's really smart. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's a good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's me next, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> my number yep, 9 That's you. Uh, my number 9 is deceased. Uh, where's my button? Uh, yeah. There we go. Uh, uh, of course. Taylor. no um, I guess it was
1: too early to have a Suicide Squad on you
0: too early Joe. for Suicide Squad um, shout out though for having a fantastic first issue and I'm looking forward to the rest of it yeah,
1: I mean, we're going to talk
2: single issues I'm sure a little bit I mean, yeah. we're going to do a top 5 I'm sure that might show up on Pete's list yeah,
0: there'll um, be a discussion of single issues but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Deceased yeah. Deceased is a I mean I'm not as big in the art as uh, Connor definitely is for sure mm-hmm. um, but obviously one of the things that Taylor does really well is he'll take a, 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 a concept that sounds like a gimmick to sell books, right? Let's do a zombie outbreak in the DC universe. And he does it in such a way, though, where he he finds the ways that the characters would interact with each other and how they'd react to all these different deaths, mm-hmm. and he doesn't pull punches uh, to the point where it stops feeling like some weird fan story of like, oh, well, well, zombies were in the DC universe, and goes beyond that because the writer's skilled enough to make it feel like an actual proper story that belongs to be published by DC. Yeah. Um, you know and this is a really murky line there's just there's so many things where you know I, I guess the good thing with comic books is that they've been through so many hands since their creators at this point and that everything just feels equally you know connected or disconnected but um, mm-hmm. you know it's something we talk a lot about with movies right now is that a lot of people are like passing the reins down to new generations of filmmakers and a lot of them just feel like big budget fan fiction as, as opposed to a genuine continuation and mm-hmm. um, I, I think the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I feel like Tom Taylor Every time I've seen him do anything like this, it always feels like no 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 this feels like it belongs like he, he gets the character so well that like, yeah. even in this ridiculous cool. situation where like Batman yeah. and the entire Bat family are being killed off like it feels right It feels like no this is an official story.
2: yeah someone tagged him on Twitter this week and said that he writes the best Harley
3: hmm.
2: and they screencapped his Harley in different books to so from suicide squad from deceased and then from uh, injustice and he goes no, I just write a Harley that I'd like to see. And I think he does that with every character. He
1: was right? really genuine in that one, in that tweet because I think he, you know, he tagged yeah. like you know uh, Amanda Connor and, and Palmiotti and yeah. a few other people who have been you know on yeah. Harley and a lot over the past decade,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and was like, these are all great versions of of Harley, yeah. and you know, mine's kind of just an amalgamation of them.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a character that he wants, and he does that. I feel with every character, and that's why I think why deceased lands so well, because that's a Superman I want to see. That's a Flash. That's a Batman. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Yes. And and he tugs at your heartstrings throughout these moments because these characters have such a connection, you know, being around for so long, you know, that when you get the big moments in deceased, it really is like, you know, sobering, not, uh, not sobering, but, you know, what's so funny, it hits you hard.
0: What's so funny about it as well is that aside from the fact that John Kent's there, it feels yeah. more like pre-Flashpoint universe. It just yeah. happens to have also John Kent there. <laughs> Which is, yeah. I, I guess, for a lot of us, what we actually want in terms of the main universe—the fact that they all start dying within the first issue—is neither like, here nor yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: and it and it raises stakes very quick. Yeah, like you know, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's it's, it's Uh I I don't have too many minis on yeah. my list this year. Actually, correct if uh, I'm
0: wrong. Didn't Deceased have the Darcy? is not in it? I believe yeah. so. Yeah, I think that
2: was
0: that. Uh, yeah. That was funny. All right, uh, Matt. What's your number eight?
2: My number eight. Let's see what do I got here. Is uh, it's a team book. Uh, I think it's my only team book the this year. Uh, no, Young Justice is a team book,
1: but it's a <laughs> Justice
2: League book. Um,
0: but it's not the main book, though, is it?
2: But it's not the main book. It's Justice League Dark
0: because mm-hmm.
2: this book goes places that yeah. I love. It uh, and balances the horror. The art that's been on there has been top notch. Like no it matches yeah it matches the tone of the book so well even if the story is like you know uh was it witching hour um you yeah. know those aren't the strongest i've had a lot of fun and it's one of the books i look forward to the
0: most when uh, it comes out on that week was uh was witching Hour this year i don't think it was
1: I Is think it? that's pretty. I think it's Witching War now. I think it's, it's okay.
0: A, whatever, whatever that was. Because Witching you know, War was like uh, issues like four and five or something of like that, and I think that was last okay. year. Okay,
1: so
2: whatever the the stuff where we've we've had the, you know, they brought that back up.
3: Oh know, sure, yeah.
2: It's you know, I'm like, all right, we, we get it. Um, but you know, since since this, you know, the stuff that's come out this year, this had the the Nabu stuff right with the, the different uh, fates.
1: Yes, yeah, the, uh, the different yeah. Lords of Order.
2: Yeah, the different Lords of Order, and they had to become, you know, the Lords of Chaos, and and then and all the great Man-Bat stuff. You know, when he turns into that Thing-esque monster,
1: you know? Oh, that's terrifying and yeah, great. All, so, all the stuff uh, with Detective Jim yeah. has been particularly fantastic.
2: Anytime we get to see as well, it's a good time. I like her a lot. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's you know, tying in on a team book just makes sense, so I'm curious to see how he treats Batman coming up. Like with with the amount of characters there, is he gonna just do it like he did with tech, or is it oh. gonna he's gonna focus on on just
0: well, we'll find Bruce. out pretty quick yeah. because next week I think's the first but, issue.
2: Yeah, but I will say that he he has this down. Like we loved his tech I mean, Connor really enjoyed just really dark. So
1: yeah, I think the, the big difference coming into Batman is we've really loved his team books. Mm. Yeah, can he deliver on a solo book in the same way? And I I really right. hope so. Me too. So Connor, what's your number eight? Uh my number eight is the the main Justice League book. <laughs> which, of course uh, it is. Yeah, yeah, nice bit of symmetry there. Um,
0: yeah.
1: This has had what, like twenty-four issues plus I think an annual. I think this year it's had. Um yeah. a little bit too much. Well well, yeah, actually that, that's kind of what I was going to is, is that's what stops us being higher. There's been a handful of issues in that which have kind of been you know, not not as strong. Um yeah. but overall i'm kind of you know i'm really enjoying all the stuff it's been doing yeah it's been getting bigger and bigger and kind of crazy and bombastic but i'm having a blast you know almost every issue with all that crazy shenanigan shit it's it's uh it's, it's just fun to read every more or less every single issue and you know maybe if you know, once every couple of months you know there's probably once every like three months or so there's like an issue that i'm like eh, that wasn't as great but when you're getting two issues a month and then you know the odd special issue here or there as well uh ultimately that you know that's still putting out more high quality stuff than pretty much everything else on my list uh so overall uh, i'm yeah. still really digging it it was a little bit too
2: up and down for me to have on this year mm-hmm. um yeah, and, and I feel, because it kept going back and forth between Tynan and Snyder and, you know, yeah. a lot this year, and it just, it went to some places that I'm just like, all right, I just want this to be over. And you don't, you don't want that in a, you know. No. In a book. Not. That's been my big sight against, but you're right in all the big moments that when it does hit, there's not another book, I don't think, DC's, but not quite like that. And I don't mean, like, big moments, because there's a ton of emotional moments like Pete brought up in deceased, but, like, when he levitates the the Hall of Justice, you know, and it becomes a a, a vehicle, yeah, you know, and
1: like, and also Jaro,
2: Jaro, yeah, uh, I mean, Jimenez on on you know the any of are. his DC characters, yeah, I just I like Jimenez a lot. Sometimes, you know, we get the odd Supergirl that looks real bad,
1: you know, yeah, the, like, yeah, that, that's actually you get like one character an issue for like two panels yeah. that looks a bit weird, yeah. And it's it's annoying right. because you notice yeah. it but it's overall quite a small amount of work mm-hmm. that's off
0: yeah mm. um, I, I've been the most critical I think of Justice League I still think it's a yes. solid enough book to read like I would never yeah. I was never going to consider a it is it says it's a perfectly fine dependable uh, 7 for me kind of <laughs> like you know mm. there's just enough problems consistently that I can't really go any higher than that but you know but hey, it's better than you know, Hetchy's Justice League or whatever we had back at the start of Rebirth. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that
2: was that was pretty <laughs> off.
0: But you know, so uh, I won't be won't be too harsh. My number eight is Wonder Woman, uh, which Matt obviously brought ah. up a couple of entries ago. Um, Wilson's Wonder Woman, I thought was really good. Obviously, we loved Ruckus stuff at the back uh, at the start of Rebirth, mm-hmm. uh, and then we had a bit of a rough patch. With Robinson, which was not like painful to read, it just wasn't particularly great, uh, and we eventually fell away from that. But then Wilson came back, came on board, and for about a year there, we had a really enjoyable, uh, well-written Wonder Woman, which uh, I, I actually, I do think started off with a lot of great art. It was only the sort of the last arc or so that I think it kind of got really mishmashed and started to feel. Because I loved that stuff with the giants that Matt brought up. Uh, yeah. I loved the uh, the first arc, which wasn't this year, admittedly, but um, right. You know, I, I, all that stuff was great. Um I think the ending obviously soars it a little bit. It may even be higher if the ending like stuck. Mm-hmm. But then again, if, if it, I think the reason why it ended that way is because it wasn't meant to end it originally. If if she'd kept writing it and still been going, right. then this would be a and somewhat different conversation. I'm at,
2: yeah, I'm upset with the dreaming for taking her away from Wonder
0: Woman. Yeah, and
2: I don't know if that's the exact facts, but those are the facts in my brain. So, well, and I, I don't, I don't blame her. Yeah, you know, like she, she, that's she, a dream book.
0: Yeah, she, did, she said it was a dream book cool. that she always wanted to write that has taken her away from it. So, I mean, it, it does sound like, yeah, she got the offer and yeah, I'm going to dump Wonder Woman for this. So
2: Yeah, I mean, I would idea that someone offered me Superman, of
1: course, like... It also uh, kind of feels it felt like a tease in hindsight. hmm you know, oh, Yeah, being the dreaming. Right. Yeah, yeah, so...
3: Yeah.
0: That is what it is, but uh, her Wonder Woman was consistently, especially earlier in the year, one of the most excited I was for an ongoing... Uh, week to week mm-hmm. so um, hopefully Wilson sticks around DC and once she's done with the dreaming or she's interested in taking on a second book or whatever then we get her back on a main book whether that's Wonder Woman or something else I don't mind which but uh, she's a good talent to have so um, Wonder Woman's really good Um, so Matt what is your number seven?
2: So number seven is a, is a writer that was fairly new to DC um, and I was kind of hesitant of what she was going to do. Uh, but since she's, you know, been on this book, it's been one of my favorites. And that's Kelly Sue DeConnick on, on Aquaman. Forward
0: forward. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman, so, uh, right. Of course, yes. Yes, yeah, on, on Aquaman. And <laughs> just from, from the, the time this started with with the sea gods and him stuck on that island and going by Urusio, Um and, and then now he's back and uh, shoot... What's his... Where's he at? Amnesty Bay. At the lighthouse. Amnesty Amnesty Bay, Bay, thank you. I want to call it Mercy Reef, which was that real bad show that was supposed to spin off of CW, right? Um, But yeah, Uh, he's up there. We got Kaiju. We got, you know... um, uh, Damn, it, I'm I'm having a hard time because I'm just thinking about all that that stuff. Um, The old gods. Like Cthulhu-esque type stuff at play. Which I've always wanted for for Aquaman. You know, there's
1: always that fan art that goes around. You'd want that in every book. (sighs) Not every book. Like I don't think that would fit. Just like 80% of your books. Okay,
2: you know. But like, there's always that fan art going around, like, of Aquaman writing Cthulhu and going, oh, they said talking to fish was useless, right? Mm. Like, it always just seems to fit. But uh, Takana gets the character, like... Arthur really, really well. And I was kind of worried that she'd shift focus to Mera and, and whatnot. And I went and I read her um, Captain Marvel as almost as prep for this. And turns out she's just really good at writing these these singular heroes, but also fleshing out the supporting cast mm. to where none of them, you know, they don't feel like they're just there to take a role. It feels like she really is trying to build up these characters. And I feel like Aquaman has... Over the last couple of years, I had a really good supporting cast that needs some love and
0: care. Yeah. So she has good flow. That's why. Like, that's because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of conversation we have about writers when it comes to like oh, the choices they make for the plots or the choices they make for the characters. Mm-hmm. But or, arguably, yeah. one of the most important things, maybe even more important than any of that, is just how how well does it flow when you're actually reading that. Is, is it a yeah. chore to sit, you know, to sit through? Is it a chore to go from page to yeah. page? And I think the comic has a really natural kind of voice that just kind of yeah goes through really well even
2: even on on her captain marvel like this is a character i didn't know too much about but the first arc's not really much about uh carol it's more about you know the women that paved the way for carol and so once i got to that i was like oh okay so what's this gonna mean for aquaman and and, you know it's not similar and they also in the other way that you know these sea gods have taken a lot of you know spotlight here you know they're a lot of fun to see we had that the annual issue where they're kind of running amuck in the city right before, mm-hmm. you know, holiday festivities and whatnot. So, you know, and it's a nice break because uh, it and it feels different than what Abnett was doing.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, with, with the uh, the Atlantis almost Games of Thronesy kind of feel, mm-hmm. and I like it. As like I, I, Aquaman has again become one of my favorite characters and hasn't been like that for a while. And so, I'm happy to have it at number seven.
0: Yeah, Aquaman's had a pretty good run since the start of Rebirth, only the odd little weak spot here or there.
1: But yeah. It's funny, because yeah. at the start of Rebirth, none of us were that hot it, We were like, yeah, this is okay. And, well, you know, it, it was fine and we all kind of dropped and came back when it well, got Pete, really interesting.
2: He was always a lot bigger on it, especially when it became aliens with underwater creatures. Yeah, it
0: was when it hit the teens, you know? up, it was when it hit that aliens yeah. arc in the sort of mid to late teens. Yeah. And then obviously once it hit 25 and Cedric came on board and it did the tried stuff, it was like, oh, this is actually really freaking good. He's really found his footing with this yeah. book. Yeah, Uh, and then the Connick's been doing her own thing, and it's been it's been good. So,
1: uh, all right, Connor, what's your number seven? My number seven is Hawkman, Uh, because I think this includes the ending of the last arc. I think the 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 first arc. I think that was all in this year, and that stuff was spectacular. Uh, That remains, as of right now, probably the single best Hawkman story I've read. That that first twelve issue arc. Uh, you know the the way it encompassed all his varying origins and then actually expanded out in a whole new way that kind of yeah. makes any origin that they want to do in the future also work. it's
2: It's <laughs> almost like they were tipping their hand at what
0: was it come with doomsday clock? I was just a bit of then, joke, the Metahawk. Yeah. I was just a bit of joke. <laughs> no, it is. but yeah. I
2: mean, he is that character because the smart thing Vitti did is it's he doesn't take away from anybody else's run. You know, where it's very easy to just like, "Well, I don't like the hawk world stuff, so I'm gonna throw it out." No, but he's like, "No, this is just part of it
1: and and it left it to a point where we could have minis for decades of just Hawkman but, and then do whatever the yep. hell you want <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> any part of any, want, universe, any time period, and you can do it
2: yeah i I want like stories from from the journals of Carter Hall like
1: yeah, because that issue was, yeah, was uh, this year for sure, and that was fantastic. You know, the, the, the two armies at war for you know, generations, and you yep. know, dis- different versions of Hawkman, you know, reincarnating into the same army over and over.
2: Yeah, well, and it adds that wrinkle, too, of time and space. So, yeah. you know, sometimes it's hard to get caught up on it, but then you have to, you know, the Doctor who thinks, timey-wimey, don't think about it too hard, uh, yeah. and then it works. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. And yeah. It, it's been such a fun book, and it's one of the rare books that has managed to work in the era of the villain bullshit mm-hmm. and actually turn it into a good solid story for the character in this book uh yeah. so that's that's been great to see and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes mm-hmm. all right uh my
0: number 7 is batman curse of the white knight <laughs> Um, which I think's been a notable step up from the first White Knight book, which I, which I did like. I mean, obviously it was it was good, but there were some conceptual problems with that book for me that didn't put it as high as everyone else. This book, on the other hand, uh, is just leaning into the world and what it's doing. Uh, all the flashback stuff, the castlevania s <laughs> stuff, uh, yeah. is is enjoyable, but uh, there's been a lot of emotional beasts, there's been character deaths, there's been all these different things. Uh, and it feels like, no, this is like Murphy's Batman universe, not just Batman himself. You know, There's, mm-hmm. you know, his Batgirl, his Dick, his Harley has all these different things. Um, and, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a blast. Obviously it looks good. It's very consistent. Um, yep. Obviously there was the, we had the one shot that was kind of set in between. It wasn't him I'm on crazy. art and, and the art did kind of plummet a lot, bit for, for that issue.
2: I, I, don't, I wouldn't say plummet. I, like, I, yeah, is it Murphy? No, but it fit the, the tone.
0: Yeah, I was well, I, I was think. really
1: into that art. It, I I like that artist. It's just different and un, unusual for this book See, because we're so used to. Okay, this is Murphy's baby. Yeah, yeah. it just I, this, this, it struck me as off. I guess.
0: But I guess oh, we're yeah. used to the and this. And this is
2: this is where I get mad because I didn't even consider Curse of the White Knight*. You know, I love that book. you, I know. I just I got so like, focused on the other stuff that you know. If Not I have some... this, it's going to throw up the rest of my list, so I can't now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, if I had to, I'll make it like a, a 5B. And then,
1: this, and this is Night. exactly why the hell we do the writer and artist conversations first. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have brought well, I got Murphy so focused
2: before. on putting another mini.
1: Like, I tried to only put one mini on here. But then that's and... is
0: funny is this yeah. is, and this is great.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if mm-hmm. we'd, we'd talked about Marquette Art after oh, shit, yeah. And that would have yeah. got on his list somewhere. And it would have been a, a more accurate situation.
2: It's fine. I like my top ten. It's fine. Like, so what? I add this and Wonder Woman gets bumped somewhere. Like it just I, messes with the order a little bit. But I, I, I talked
0: about it here with Pete. I just love how much Coror will try and justify in hindsight his lack of preparation by trying to convince <laughs> everyone that these are all the reasons why it's bad to do it this way, rather than just thinking it through first.
1: Yeah, but I'm right. And You're not this right. Is the You're way. Wrong.
0: You're wrong, this is not the way. Don't quote your Star Wars shite at me. I don't, I'm not having it. Matt, what is your number six? And yes, there was about 15 minutes of Star Wars shite that's on Patreon there. Anyway, i hey, tell you.
2: If you guys aren't on Patreon, uh, go, go <laughs> to Patreon. You can watch that. And also, on Patreon, you can pay to make Pete uh, read Charles Soule's Lando book.
1: If <laughs> don't don't. Here's the thing. I'm uh, uh, yo, you to go to Patreon. You should anyway. And no, there's lots of bonus content. Mm-hmm. And yeah, okay, you might want to hear me in my talk about Star Wars. That's, that's cool, though. The real appeal of going for that, though, is you you, you can pay a dollar and you watch Pete get real angry. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, it, that's worth yeah. your dollar. I'm just, I'm
0: just, you. I'm sick of the sight of the Star Wars there. things. I just, I'm sick. I'm sick. Even seeing Stormtroopers annoys me now. Like, I'm just, so, I want Star Wars to be away from me for a long time. I'm just sick of it. Anyway. There's going to
2: be a news story from Scotland that he's going to see people go to a Star Wars party and just attack them. <laughs> they're just the stormtroopers. Uh, Matt, what is your number six? My number six is a Brian Michael Bendis book. Okay. <laughs>
0: that's two. That's two. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, that's number two. And and it's it's had a, a, a perfect ten issue this year. Can we guess which uh, one? It
1: before he says. Yeah. Because you know, we got one in three chance.
0: Well, yeah. no, because
1: because yeah. that's that's really the ones that are coming up after. So. Well, we know they're coming either way, and he's going to tell yeah. us which one this is in a second anyway yeah oh, so uh, this
2: i'll just tell you it's superman so um it's it's been real hit or miss i'd say but the fact that we we had the identity stuff that happened in the last issue i think really puts it over um the stuff with the legion we had rose no it was in action right
1: rose and he, he looks a little bit confused here as to why matt's picked superman here
0: no, 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 I yeah. was I was humming the Superman theme, but quiet enough that it was more oh. backing track than interrupting Matt. I wanted okay. it to be the backing. Gotcha,
2: gotcha, gotcha. Um, no, just it, it <laughs> it's played with a lot of themes. Uh, this is the one with Adam Strange. The, the problem is because it's Bendis and he's writing both. Sometimes they they meld in my head and I forget which one's which. Um, for for story beats, unless it's a you know a big part of the story. Um, so yeah, Adam Strange has been a fun um th- throughout this run, um and. And yeah, just it, it's a fun, consistent Superman book. It's not the top Superman book, <clears throat> and, and that's okay um, when the, when there's others out there. But it's Bendis; he's finally hitting his stride. I feel you know he's he's gotten past the Legion stuff that he had seeded. He's he's the stuff with John, um, the stuff with um, Jerrel. That's all come to a head, and now he's kind of free to do his own finally version of of Superman, and. That's very exciting for the coming year. And I just, you know, after revealing his identity uh, and that was such a great moment. That's that a really, I'm much against.
0: that's a really nice uh, last issue of the year to have, because it starts us off in yeah. a completely new status quo for the for yep, 20, exactly. 20.
2: And and that's the type of artistry that I do enjoy out of Bendis right there is how he's able to pick a shot there and, and do that. So, but yeah, Superman is my number six of the year.
0: So, uh, Superman's been solid. Um, it's actually not made my list. It would just you know honorable yeah. mention to Superman, but because uh, there was so much Superman and Bendis to choose from, that I was able to yeah, yeah, pick yeah, and yeah. choose a bit. But um, I uh, no, I, I think it's been really good. Um, it's been, and it's nice now that it's getting away from the uh, the Rogel Czar stuff, and is this done been doing some yeah. other things. Well,
2: that's yeah. Now he's going to be able to do kind of what he did for Spider Man and tell his own stories. And mm. I mean Rogel Czar was kind of his own story, but it was so reliant on krypton and and the destruction of it that now now the fact that he doesn't have to balance being clark and superman and fool everybody he can just be himself 100 percent of the time the, the, this I is
0: like that. this is going to be the thing that defines Bendis's run you know because however yep. long it lasts from now on we'll always think of Bendis's run yeah. as the one where he did he revealed who he was and then we had a long time out right. of that afterwards. the question
1: is is it undone by the end of his run
0: it's possible it's possible know. but um, I, do th- I, th- I think if it is undone and his run it will be right at the end uh, but I'd like yep. to think that the next writer will come on and continue with it and we'll have it for a while before it's undone. Yep. Presumably when 5G or whatever's after 5G uh, yep. hits. Yeah.
1: I mean, don't be me wrong, I'm not, I'm not saying it should be undone I'm just, you know, there's there's a, a very real possibility that it is by the end of the, this run. My, my, well, it's... my response to that yep. is
0: uh, uh, keep it you cowards is my, <laughs> my response. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well,
2: he... Well, he wasn't the one that revealed Spidey's identity. That was Miller, right?
0: In Civil War. Um. So, yeah. Yes. And yes. then that
2: was all undone. That that has nothing to do with business.
0: Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, that well that was that was coinciding with Transinsky's run right. on the book, which was doing a lot of cool stuff. He'd revealed his self to Aunt May, which is a really good issue, you might add. Right. Um yeah. And then of course they had to do the whole one more brand new day bollocks at the end of it. Right.
2: Right. So. But yeah, so if something happens. I do feel it'll be something along the, that magnitude.
0: But oh yeah, I was yeah, like Bendis I, uh, did like an um, amazing Spider-Man run because no. he, he did obviously didn't. He did, m- oh. did ultimate. and he did males, yeah. but he never did. Well, that's why
2: I'm I'm trying to think because he always did the event, so that's so why I had to remember. Yeah. Civil War was Miller, not not yeah. Bendis. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was just before Bendis did every event. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and I think Secret Invasion onwards were the the Bendis right. era of events. Uh, but yeah, that's always a good pick.
1: Uh, that was your number six, Cara. What's your number six? Uh, my number six one that's already been mentioned uh, is Justice League Dark. Yeah, uh, you know we spoke about it a lot when, when Matt brought up, and yeah, all those reasons. I love every member of the team. Uh, I love the the way they interact, and then Tan just writes them with, uh, It is a blast. It's it's enjoyable to to see them interact and have banter, but also it just flips into outright horror, and. You know, Zatanna cutting a hole in her face to have a mouth is still one of the best images of the year. Mm-hmm. It's great. As dark mm-hmm. as that seems, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's it's desperate and it and it's dark as shit, but it's so good in the story. Sounds like my kind of my kind of horror movie. <laughs> it it sounds like your kind of book, really. To be honest,
0: I, I I well I I opted out when it was doing all that like the that magical dimension stuff and mirror. Mirror, there you go. Uh, I wasn't as into that. Maybe if I catch up, maybe I'll like what came after it. I yeah, don't know. I think you, oh, you were
1: going right? oh, we uh, the <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot more horror stuff. We're getting back to the other kind.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe I'll dabble. Maybe I'll catch up. I've, I've been catching sure. up in some Marvel stuff this week because I had yeah. a week off from new books. So, But... Um, but yeah, um, maybe maybe all. Uh, so my number six, um, I did not have the qualifier that Matt did because my number six is mm. Basketful of Heads. Uh, uh-huh. uh, only three issues, of course, but the reason why I'm putting it on here is that I feel like the Hell House books have really felt this fresh new wing to DC's line. And um, I think what one of the things in doing the show is, is that there was a, genuinely a point towards the end of last year, maybe early this year, where there was a concern that we were starting to drop more and more books and maybe we would get to a point where we don't really have enough, uh, you know. I mean we can, we can vary a little bit, obviously. But um, to the to the point where, uh, like, would we even start talking about books that are non DC? Because it would be, it would veer from being a strictly DC podcast. Not because uh, I mean we've always been interested in other books, but just based on the fact that oh, there's not enough DC. Because what what happened in New Fifty Two? We all read a lot more Marvel <laughs> and other stuff because it just naturally happened. Mm-hmm. Um, now. That actually didn't have to happen at all. We didn't even get close because DC immediately started announcing more stuff and then later the Hell House books, the Black oh. Label books have released, really came in and yep. the void. It,
1: yeah, it was right after we said, shit, this Black Label thing doesn't really feel alive. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> bam, here they all are. And they went, oh yeah?
0: yeah? Watch this. Yeah. I felt like they, they were just waiting for us to sound stupid. They
1: wanted us to say something yep. like that just it so was, they could it swoop in. It was literally the week after Pete complained that you know, yeah. the, the Black Label is dead. And I, I stand by my statements on
0: that week. It's just it that the following week, they completely <laughs> yeah. revived it. Yeah,
2: it was. Um, but that, that's what's funny, too, is is how much that these Black Label have... <laughs> we were we were starting to get to, to low numbers, and then because of Black Label now, we were struggling. I mean, Harleen uh, and Z Clark <laughs> coming out in the same
0: week.
1: I know. A lot yeah. of what, pages, man. A lot of pages. It's kind of worth knowing that, we'll, we'll come up when we get to the end of my list, but out of the ten... There's only a handful that are actually true ongoing books. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in, uh,
2: yeah most of mine are because that was one of my i've got first. a lot of, like minis um, and
1: maxis oh, and, and stuff like that three, like three, the, the 12 issue four, ones as well i like, like green lantern uh, that i started off with dial h those are like um, 12 issue books
0: i'm about 50 but, 50 but i mean notably that's maybe different from previous years in terms of uh the count but anyway basketball heads specifically because obviously i've, I've talked about how yeah, how how black label and all these books are coming out and felt fresh but uh i love the vibe of it i think joe hill's a very good writer Of doing these sort of more down to earth characters who feel like they're in a horror movie. Like when I read, even the first issue, which had almost no actual horror stuff in it until the very, very end, Mm. still felt like the start of a horror movie. Like it felt like I was being introduced to characters in a slasher movie. Um, And everything since then, it's had just the right amount of a sense of humor so that it's not taking itself too seriously, but it has those gruesome visuals and it has those gruesome ideas and it has. All these things i love the atmosphere of the book the constant you know the fact there's a storm and there's a small island and it's this character who doesn't really know a lot of the locals and all these things it's just it's all clicking together and um, i think this will be a great seven issue uh, story when it's all said and done mm-hmm. having read the issues of it um and this is kind of here to represent you know Hell House as a whole because i like the other books have started as well but um yeah I, my favorite.
1: I i don't have this on my list either i felt the same way to matt where okay yeah, you know, in general, I have other books on this that don't have a ton of issues, but this is three issues. It's less than halfway through its story. Yep. I felt like I wanted to wait. It'll probably yeah. You know, there's a good chance it will show up next year. Yeah. When okay, uh, yes, it'll technically only be the last four issues that I'm talking about next year. But in my mind, it'll probably be I mean, thinking of the whole.
0: Yeah, this this is the same thing we go through every year. There's always books that uh, overlap years, and you have to decide just yeah, if it counts especially on both. in
1: the, the the minis and stuff like that.
0: So, regardless, Basketful Heads is my number six. Uh, Matt, what is your number five?
1: So, my number
2: five has already been brought up by Connor, and it's Hawkman. Uh, I love this book. It's made me appreciate Venditti uh, even more as a writer, just because the stuff that he's doing with Carter Hall and Hawkman and time and space and reincarnation, Uh, Connor brought up that that issue where you see the the war from the two sides, and it's going on for generations. He keeps being reincarnated. Finally, him and Shayera have enough. Uh, it's just really good. It's all solid an issue. Uh, and then again, like Connor said, the the tie-ins to the Hell Risen and you're the villain, you know, Sky Tyrant handles it probably the best in, you know, I think out of any of the books right now. So outside of maybe Batman Superman, but that's so t- you know tied into to what that is, why that book exists right now. So, but yeah, no, Hawkman, it's, it's so good
1: so yeah number, number five Straightforward. forward Con- uh, hey, Connor what's your number five yeah yeah, it is me uh, Yeah, mine, <laughs> mine's also one that's been mentioned earlier again uh, we're getting to that stage now uh, this is deceased mm. uh, obviously Pete had it earlier uh, I, I have this higher than Pete because uh, I think as Pete even mentioned when he brought up I, I like the art a lot more than he did yes uh, consistently I, I was really into it and you know everything else that you know they said about the story all stands uh I've got very little left to add. It's just a fantastic, you know, mini, and I'm really excited for the next one. And uh, interested to see how the format shakeup changes it, or if it mm-hmm. changes it at all. Because while this is, you know, six issues, uh, I can, you know, it, it definitely broke down into six issues rather than just one big thing. Whereas, you know, the next one's three bigger issues, uh, and I'm I'm intrigued to see if that still feels like three issues, or it feels like they could have got six out of it, or if it's just, you know, one thing. They yeah. to Display.
2: I almost feel like it's going to feel like three acts.
1: Yeah, I can see yeah.
0: that. I can see that. Um, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's three issues because the story lent itself to three issues as opposed to split into six.
1: Yeah, probably. Oh, well, I, I trust Taylor. Yeah, me too. We've got no reason to damn at this point.
0: I trust Taylor. All right. Uh, that was your number five. My number five is again one that's been brought up, and that is Aquaman, uh, which is Ooh. which is pretty high because Aquaman, uh, obviously, was was pretty solid before, but the Conex run has which is which is, what was like November last year it started, so it's been mostly this year. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's went from, you know, building up the mythology and doing different things with, with the supporting cast, but it has sort of lent itself into it, which is maybe wasn't obviously going to do from the first arc, but it's lent itself into the town and the supporting cast, and that annual that you brought up was like, yeah, it's this, go and find the, the dog or whatever it was uh, mm-hmm. throughout, throughout the issue, and uh, it's got a bit of a heart there that maybe... Uh, like the the you know the 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 constant Atlantis stuff was maybe missing to an extent, even though it was good in different ways. This is really getting into the idea of like, okay, here's the people around Aquaman that he cares about, and. We, we want them to help and we want uh, everyone to survive and yada 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 um plus the cthulhu stuff is just great and aquaman always pr- pretty much works best for me when it's just dipping its toes into into some horror and i felt that way with abnet stuff when we had the aliens kind of thing and yep. here i feel this way with this more cosmic horror of yeah. these giant monsters um,
2: yeah. lovecraft is the word i was trying to grasp there you go Love lovecraftian. yeah lovecraftian monsters
0: so yeah Yep. So Aquaman, uh, and also uh, for the most part, Robson Rokas art's been very good. There was one, there was one issue recently that had a couple of funny faces, but yeah, um, I think that was that was one of those issues that had like more than one artist. though.
1: I think actually Roka has had a few funny faces consistently with uh, with Aqualad. Sure. Yeah. Sure. With, with, with Jackson has had the odd face in most issues. they has been in uh, for whatever reason, but uh, for the most part, it's got a really consistent kind of uh, feel to it
0: for the for the book. Um, I always go into it getting exactly what I expect to feel when I look at the art from, Mm -hmm. from the Conic Sacramento run. So uh, that's my number five, Matt, what is your number four?
2: So my number four is a Brian Michael Bennett's book. (laughs) Like, And yeah, it's action comics. I love this book so much for what it's done. Uh, It's, uh, so, last, the, for the first part of the year, Superman was doing a lot of the heavy crossover stuff, you know, with, with different storylines. I feel like action did the brunt with Event Leviathan this year. Um, but I feel that the way that Ben has handled it uh, with the introduction of Rose and Thorn and where that was going to go with, um, with with Legion and, and Millennia and whatnot. Uh, and then a lot of the stuff with the year of the villain tying in with Red Cloud right red mist whatever her name is red cloud um yeah so uh, the whole invisible mafia thing is something i'm still really behind like i feel like that's the that's the whole point of this arc not arc the whole point of this book right now is changing that part up because now you know they're still kind of hidden and now clark's gonna be out in the open yeah i mean so we... what does that gonna mean
0: although it's worth mentioning though i mean the last time we saw uh the invisible mafia she yeah, she was making the choice to become less invisible, and I think it's an interesting yeah. parallel that both her and Clark at the same time are both becoming yep. less hidden. Right. Interesting. That's,
2: that's yeah. So it's, it's pretty good. It's again, it he balances the stuff out well, and it does help if you're reading all of it, but I don't necessarily think you can. I feel like this book suffers the most from you kind of got to read other stuff, but that's also why I love it because I'm a continuity wank and I like seeing how the puzzles fit together. So, um, and was it this, it was this year, right, that we saw Lois and Clark's alter egos, who I can't remember?
0: Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, when they went undercover. To inv- they went undercover. It, it was during the Leviathan Rising. Uh, yeah,
2: and so I, I always feel like that was a little bit of a hand tip that Clark can't keep doing the secret identity stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of silly. Now he's someone pretending to be someone pretending to see, like, Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder, you know, so... But it just it's real great it's been a rotating cast of, of art that's all been pretty decent right like
0: so yeah. yeah i mean hell we had uh you know those epteen covers from the first half of the year yeah. were absolutely that's stunning I, yep you know i remember those yeah. really well and I, I i don't usually remember covers that long like yeah. i still, you know, usually they'll just leave yeah. my mind because there's so many of them constantly uh but no action is great can't fault it uh carter where's your number four
1: my number four is Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. There you go. This book has been such a surprise, such a delight. And basically I didn't have enough Superman to read this year. So this <laughs> yeah. is as close as I could get. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I love this book. This has been consistently hilarious and also adding such a, an intriguing complex story for what it is in terms of, you know, all the, 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 the law it's adding and, you know, all the, you know, okay. All the, the, the family histories and, and all this stuff. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just a blast to read every single issue. And especially you know this last issue, which, you know, um, recontextualized a whole lot of the book so far and, and showed it from your know, other perspectives and kind of made it, you know, assume that the, the, the murder that we, the murder mystery that we thought was fairly straightforward actually has more layers to it than we expected. Huh
2: way more
1: layers yeah yeah that's kind of cool and uh yeah i'm really into it i I just love this book the art's been incredible as well it's so expressive and uh perfect at the the the, the comedic timing of the pacing uh, in the panels okay i don't
0: don't Um, don't know if that means matt's going to have it a minute because he's he's keeping quiet so he's got something to say for himself or
2: no just uh i I didn't really consider that one just because it seems so far out like it's it's so by itself, you know. And it, I feel like maybe by the end of the run, it could end up next year, like when it pulls mm-hmm. together. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Well, uh, my number four is a Brian Michael Bendis book. Uh, yep. Is yep. Naomi is my oh, number Oh, the four. only
1: one Matt hasn't mentioned.
2: Huh? <laughs> yeah. You're so certain it's going to be on there because I have a couple to choose from. Yeah. That's not Legion. <laughs> yeah. Not
1: there. There's another Where one. What else is there? Yeah. yeah there's a you'll little find event out. called Event Leviathan yeah you'll oh, find yeah. out uh, honestly I forgot Event Leviathan existed
0: yeah. but no, uh Naomi is my number 4 I was so imp- uh, this is some of the things that Bendis is so good at is introducing new characters and building the support and cast around them immediately so that I care about them before the fantastical stuff starts to happen and before all that stuff um, this was such a tight 6 issue series uh, that I mean, me and Matt were both praising every single issue. Every time it came out, we were so into the story of who she was and, you know, her wanting to be important and the way it was making Superman feel important. All those things were working so well. and It's been great seeing her pop up in Young Justice and Action Comics. Uh, Looking forward to season two, because, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but the the trade's literally called Naomi season one. Mm -hmm. So we're definitely going to be doing that. But the characterization's great. Jamal Campbell's art uh has been absolutely phenomenal um uh, i'm a lot worried that we won't get season two of naomi until uh, far sector is done because that's a 12 issue book if that was only six yep. issues i wouldn't mind that much but the fact that that's yep. 12 issues is making me really worried that but, we're going to have a different artist
2: yeah but who knows how far he's ahead right true, like it could just be you know
0: so so we'll see, but uh, yeah, I, I can't see enough good things about Naomi. This um, is, is that sort of the fresh little idea of a book that DC needs it from time to time, just to mm-hmm. keep things interesting, so we're not just doing Crisis number 72. Right. So, Naomi, my pick for number four. Uh, Matt, what's your number three? My number three
2: is is probably the... Uh, let me see, is it? It's not the only mini, because there, there's a Maxi, but there's the... Actually, that's not true at all. I have another mini. Anyways, another three is Harleen. It's a mini, but it, it's three issues. That's definitely more than three issues. They're they are heavy. It's its closer
1: to nine in terms of yeah. page count.
0: I mean, right. hell, so, it may even be closer to 12 in terms of page count. No,
1: yeah. they're about 60 pages each.
0: Yeah. I, I thought they were longer, but that's fine.
2: It's, it's about 180 is about six. Because uh, most six-issue trades are about 180 pages. So it's probably a little bit more than that. Um. Anyways, Harley. Uh, by by Cedric, it, The art, the story. This was something that I kind of didn't want. That I was like, do we really need another Harley? But I'll check it out because it's Sajik. I have no idea what he's like as a writer. Turned out to be my probably my favorite Harley. Anything. Again, I haven't read a lot of Harley, but um, if they ever did a Harley movie, this is I would love. To, to see this adapted, just because it's so... What do you
1: mean, if they ever do a Harley movie? There's one coming out in two months.
2: That, yeah. I don't like that Harley, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that version of Harley. This is a version of Harley that I get, and it doesn't play the, the craziness. It definitely shows how Joker has impacted her. and But not just Joker, but Gotham itself. Like, um, but yeah, just, and the art's phenomenal. I can't get over the art. But... Uh, I went into this thinking it's just art. No, he the story that he chooses to tell of this young woman's downfall, and how kind of Cotham just lets it happen, like the the people there. It's just another day for them, and it drives her insane. And it's man, it's fantastic. I can't talk about enough good things. Can't wait to own it in a trade. So excited to get this digitally, just because uh, how hefty it was. Couldn't justify getting that, you know, physically to put somewhere. The trade, however. I
0: will. Yes, more likely an oversized hardcover. I'd expect. Probably. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. Well,
1: Connor, what's your number three? Yeah, I my mean, number three is Curse of the White Knight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is. Um, I mean, it's it's Batman by Murphy meets Castlevania. Well, it's not to love. Yep. And and everything has just uh, been. You know, on on all cylinders with the you know the, the pacing, yep. the, the characters, the art, I'm definitely loving it. Is, it. is it? Am I the one
2: here that would read a history
1: of Gotham book? Have they put together,
2: like, this is the de facto history?
0: Yeah, it's probably just me. Okay. Well, no, <laughs> I, was, I was I thought we were going to explain it more. <laughs>
2: no, just like so, like here we have you know Murphy to tell the stuff about. The land and the I the you know, the part that they flooded and it chased people out
3: hmm.
2: and whatnot, and that the Waynes were integral in that. But I would I would love to get from the founding of, of Gotham, you know, colony, right? Like the stuff that we saw in Morrison, uh his run, to, you know, nowadays and, and the stuff that happened in between and feel, how the four families of Gotham came up with the Waynes and the Elliot's and the cobblepots and the
0: Canes. Yeah, I feel like, like Gotham's the one Earth city that has enough backstory to do it. Whereas you can do it with Metropolis. You can do it with Krypton, though. Krypton. I feel like it's a lot. Of... Yeah. I, I,
1: I mean, Jimmy Olsen is doing his it's, damn best yeah. to do it with Metropolis.
2: Yeah, but this is all new stuff. Like the stuff yeah. that I love about this. This kind of Snyder got into it with the Owls. Um, Higgins has done it with Nightwing, and and you know Gates of Gotham, mm. and and all of that, and yeah. But Gotham has its, its vibe. But what Murphy's doing here is effectively doing what I want. So, you know. Yeah, uh, but. It,
0: yeah. Yeah, for whatever reason, Gotham. The writers seem to love, like, you know, basically going back and filling in the history of the time of the of the settlers to you know present yeah. day. They love filling yep. that in for whatever reason. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the the gothic horror sometimes of Batman lends itself yeah. to those time well, periods and. In the
2: old money and whatnot, you know, the, the you know these characters that you can have whole generations mm-hmm. because they they stay integral to the city. Uh, but no, I like that. It's up there with with DC sports teams stuff like i would love a metropolis mammoth hat like oh i'm sure the ice hockey team yeah the gotham uh yeah the gotham knights football team right i'd probably just buy that because of the golden knights connection there um but yeah Hmm. anything else connor about white knight
1: no i love i I love it i and I thought like, you know we spoke about earlier when Pete mentioned it but clearly Matt forgot to put it on his list so I'll I did. Let, let him have his moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, so that was your number three. three three my number three is a Brian Michael Bendis book it is Action Comics um, oh which two in a you row put you put this two you, in a you row. put this
2: over Naomi uh, that,
0: that, that, that tells me Naomi's <laughs> <always> coming <laughs> setting <second> from that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that maybe we we know what number one is. I think yes, probably for all of us. Probably for all of yeah. us. So that's Matt's number two. Right.
0: <laughs> no, my, well, so my number three is actually comics. Actually, comics. Um is doing my, like, I, super, you know, Superman never made my top ten. Uh, you know, kind of just missed it. Uh, Action Comics, I think, has been the more dependable book in doing the more interesting stuff. Now, that kind of just changed at the last issue of Superman, because the last issue of Superman was the reveal, and that was very oh. interesting and different and new and big. Uh, but Action Comics, for the most part, all the stuff with The Invisible Mafia, uh, all the stuff with... Uh, the Leviathan building. Because well, this is the thing, you could read the Vedic Leviathan on its own, but I think it's immensely enhanced if you've read yeah. that Leviathan Rising arc in action first, because it, it falls straight on from it. Um, and I loved all that stuff. Um, and typically, I've preferred the art in action as well, I'd say. Um,
2: Until this last
0: issue. Well. Which was rough times. Yes, yes. It's, it's taking a bit of a down turn rate at the end of the year. But for <laughs> the most of the year, <laughs> it, was, it was very solid. And... Yep. Uh, I love all the stuff with uh, with good and uh, you know all that stuff. Like, I, I just I'm I'm digging the uh, the building around Clark in that in that book. Um, so uh, so yeah, uh, it's just had the more engaging story for me for the most part. Again, yeah. the last issue of Superman kind of changed yeah. things a little bit, but uh, but actually, comics, I think is the best Superman book of 2019. So mm. number three. Sure. All right.
2: So so, That's so be- my number two is <laughs> is not Event Leviathan. It is Naomi. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: I, I, I thought about putting the Event Leviathan there, but I kind of, you know, it, it's it's a mini, so it doesn't have to work as hard as a as a series, you know. And I was trying to limit myself to there, um, but it's hard to argue with Epting art, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you have uh, David F. Walker art, right? Like Naomi is just Pete already talked about it. Um, it's a it's a real good. I love. I'm a sucker for young heroes. I think that's because I came in with, with uh, Teen Titans by Johns, and that's kind of my, you know, my jam for lack of a better word. And Bendis kind of nails that. Like this is a fresh new hero. She has a origin similar to Superman, but it's not exactly the same. So you can you know kind of see that this is kind of like Miles. Although Miles is a little bit closer to Spider-Man, right? It's like, because I haven't read the Miles stuff. I'm only familiar with the
1: Spider-Verse movie, so. Which is fantastic, to be fair.
2: Yeah. You know, my favorite movie of last year. Um, but no, uh, and I don't okay. want to just say this is, you know, DC's Miles Morales, because Naomi's more than that. Um, she's tied integrally to, to you know,
1: I, I the, the Ranthanagar War. From what I you know. gather, she feels more like a first pass at uh, 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 Miles yeah. in that. Yeah. Not, not, not saying that, you know, that the, the, there's anything wrong with her, just in no. that okay, this is you know, the, the first original character that Bendis created yeah. over here. So, okay, this is testing the water, and then you will get closer to a, a Miles, you know, t- someone being you know, an actual uh, hero with one of the mantles, I think, probably in yeah.
2: 5G. Well, and like, you can tell that because she is adopted you know, by her mom and dad, that she, there is this similarity to Superman. Um, mm. And then you know she's from a dying world, and it's all of this. And, uh, but it's more than retelling. It's, it's also the central mystery. Of who this girl is, and like he drops, you know, her dad's from Rand, and you know, her mom is a normal human. What does this all this mean? And the, the one dude, um, you know, the the biker guy in town, what does he know? He seems to know a lot about her. And it just it was a real fun mystery. And the art, Ray Walker, is just once it really gets going with some of the, the set pieces that you get later, with when her origin's revealed, it's it looks real cool. And then we can see more of that in Far Sector. Right? All of that style stuff. It just mm-hmm. perfect. But yeah, no, Naomi solid, solid, solid book. There there's no doubt it was gonna end up. From from the time that the first cover had a Lupuccino variant, I was like, Oh, this is this this book right here. This is gonna be something special.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's my number two. Connor, what's your number two?
1: My number two is I suspect also Pete's number two, because he hasn't mentioned it yet. Oh, so, you know, at least I don't think he has, unless I just wasn't listening, which is possible. Uh, Harleen. Pete's not confirming or denying, so he wants to talk nope. about himself in a minute. Okay. <laughs> fine. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, well, unless that's his number one, which might surprise me, but I, I, given that, that I'm fairly confident what his number one is. But, uh, yeah, no, Harleen, yeah, you know, Matt said it all. You know, the art is phenomenal. We all kind of knew that going in because Serjik mm-hmm. is... Phenomenal as an artist, um, and then none of us had ever read anything that he'd written before. It came in; it, it, it t- first issue took us off guard. I think, I think, uh, I gave one and three uh, tens. I think Matt did as well. I think Pete, I think, I think yeah. he only gave the first one like a nine point five because he's a dick. Pete's um, a little bit more stingy with his points. Well, uh, Harleen, yeah, I got the first one at ten. I think. Oh, yeah, maybe you did. I, uh, I, I did say <laughs> I think. Well, but you I'm know, from memory. Someone, someone can check. I, I think the really second
0: one that. was like a nine or a nine point five, but I'm pretty sure the first one was a ten.
1: Okay, so yeah, you know, okay. So I think in that case, all of us gave two of the three issues tens, and that's you know pretty rare. Uh, yeah. There are very few books that, that can do that. And, you know, said like, you know Mad to how it felt realistic in a way that that grounded Harley. Made it feel like a true tragedy, um, but also believable, and yeah. uh, like, and also I know last week uh, when we actually had the 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 Harleen third mm-hmm. issue, um, we all said, oh yeah, the, the, we we can see where the sequels are going. Szeged's so yeah. been teasing them on Twitter, and to a point yeah. where I'm worried that they're not going to happen because he's releasing like full panels and stuff of things that are like yeah with dialogue and and, mm-hmm. and stuff of like oh yeah this is from like future arcs. I, I can like,
0: I, I can't imagine for a second that Harleen didn't sell enough and that the, the trade will not also sell yeah. enough to justify also, more.
2: Also, Taylor did this to us too, where he's like, I can't tell you, and it, it, it whips up the interest enough. And then yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, here it comes. Like, you know, Just I'm to earlier, now.
1: earlier today as we're recording, uh, four hours ago, the tweet says, it shared you know, two full pages that just said, and, and the caption says some, some Harleen future stuff. So it kinda of feels like either this is happening and he's just sharing this stuff because there's that you know, there's that many pages that he can share a handful and it's fine. Or it's not happening and, and he's just like, Well, I might as well share it anyway. Um I'm hoping for the former because obviously it's phenomenal. That's why it's my number two book of the year.
0: Uh, well, I've got a proper number two. Unlike that Hack Connor. My number two is Harleen. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, it's already been said, but you two have already spoken about it. Um,
1: I, 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 I you could have jumped in there.
0: So, just... this, this what? could have been easily
2: number two for me as well. However, um, I like the, the rhythm I had with the Bendis books going <laughs> every other one. So, yeah, I, I had to. <laughs>
0: um, now, Harley's fantastic. Harley was something I didn't know that I was going to like or care about, and was this... Sort of character defining book. This is the book, you know, say, how I get in Harley Quinn comics. Here's your year one. Read Harleen. That's what you have read yeah. now. As long, as long as they're old enough. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, yeah, okay. If, if they're under, like, say, 12, then maybe not. But, like, as, as long as they're hitting their teens, I think you hand them
1: this.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, it's kind of a PG 13 book. Like, it's not too.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, like, what I meant is, you know, like, there, there are other harley books that you could give to an eight-year-old and it's sure. fine and you go know, yeah. hey this is a this is a <laughs> and what, that's
2: harley i don't like so like you know like
1: that's <laughs> i don't know the, no, I, I mean like, give you know, and like, take. Of, like really classic harley stuff like you know like mad love us and then you give that to an oh, eight-year-old
2: well, yeah that was a you know batman adventures book
1: Sure, for, but, but yeah. yeah, but that's my point. There, there were other books before this that you could hand to a younger audience that would be like, okay, these are quintessential Harley. Sure. Books. Yeah,
0: but kids are awful, so we're talking about what you hand to yeah. an actual person, cool. i.e.,
1: an adult. And I like, yeah, well, <laughs> actual person. <laughs> um, and
2: what I like too is that her origin, I understand the tragedy is, and it's not just Joker Part 2. I hate that. Isn't
1: is this piece turns to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but,
2: but still, <laughs> like, uh, it's. You know, I've got I've
0: got crispy M and M's. It's fine. You can keep talking.
2: Yeah, so like, <laughs> you know, it's not just she gets also thrown in a vat. You know, of of, of the acid. I always like the idea that she put the makeup on. Like, like she takes time. Honestly, you know?
1: th- those um those pages that she shared are her yeah. doing the the bleaching her skin essentially.
2: Yeah, so, you know, I, I like that. So, uh, and anything that gets us away from the, you know. The Suicide Squad movie version of Harley. And the <laughs> so I don't like that Harley whatsoever. Mm. I feel that's too Deadpool. and We only need one Deadpool. And you know, DC doesn't need a Deadpool. We gotta boost your goal.
1: It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> only Matt thinks that's comparable. Yeah, um, isn't it? Well, Booster Gold's better anyways,
2: it
0: doesn't matter. Yeah, (laughs) was fantastic, okay? It became this event thing where it didn't matter that it was 60, 70 pages. We all said, no, we're doing this, damn it, because it's that goddamn Mm -hmm. good. And I think that book on its own, single-handedly... I mean, because White Knight wasn't originally a black label, so it got kind of retconned into a black label, and the new one obviously was, but i think harleen single-handedly said to us we have to try these black label books when they're coming out because they may be this good and for the most yeah. part they've been i mean they'll maybe hit the same mark as harleen but they've yeah. all been solid to great
1: i don't yeah. think but out of the ones we've tried there hasn't been a bad one because and, and i i'm specifying that because technically that that's superman there yeah, yeah
0: but like but we knew we'd hate frank Miller. yeah we knew we'd hate that though so it's fine but like you know, Wonder Woman Dead Earth was pretty solid. Uh, Joker Killer Smell is really good. Uh, Joker Harley Criminal Sanity was really good. Like, you know,
1: I mean, Harleen's the best of them, but they've yeah. all been worth reading. There, there, there hasn't been a bad one that, you know, that, that, that we can go, Yeah, that one's not great. So,
0: yeah, long live Black Label, which is strange because right. seven months ago I was saying it was dead. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> but long live Black Label. All right, well... <sighs> We've all got the same number we one. Want to
2: say, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. we are, we all have the exact same number one. We know we do. No no one here sitting going, no, 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 they're going to be shocked that it's not this one. My, <laughs> my number one, my number one's going to be I, Shazam. I'm a little
1: surprised because I don't think you guys were reading my number one.
0: <laughs> he's, going to, oh, he's going to be a dick and say that stupid last night in Earthbook or something, isn't he? I've is no, not Red, read that. Oh, Red Hood. Going yeah, to, yeah. Oh, was he actually going along with a joke no, for Oh, I was going to
1: make a Red Hood joke, yeah. yeah. I'm just,
2: I'm so used to you. You can't do that. We're only allowed to make it at your expense. I know,
1: I know. Well, I'm taking it back. Dab it. 2020. But, so easy, I, didn't know,
2: I didn't know Connor was reading Lois Lane. Are you reading Lois Lane? Because that's my number one. <laughs> Greg Rucka.
1: Uh, actually, Lois. Like Lo- Lois only just narrowly missed out on my 10.
2: Yeah, mine too. It was part of that stupid uh, limit I put on myself Yeah. Uh, of, of minis and maxis. Because um, there's only one maxi series that really.
1: It Lo- took two years. Yeah, to <laughs> to it, it it doesn't feel like a maxi series where it takes no. two yeah. years, but yeah, still just
0: no. for the record, just before we get to number one, yeah, my, my cl- I've, I mentioned a few of my close ones, but it was basically Event Leviathan, Lois, Superman, Batgirl, Young Justice were my my close calls.
1: Honestly, yep. um, do you know, one that I had that was like you know 11, 12 that I really wanted to put there, and this is a weird pick. Um, yeah. this is the the Dark Multiverse one shots as a series. All right. Because uh, there's only one that I didn't like, and you know uh, that was yeah. the the uh, the the blackest night one. Yeah. All the rest of them have been great, if not outright fantastic. Yeah. And you know, and it, it kind of caught me off guard, and you know, it, oh, it's actually building up to something, and it was kind of cool, and revisiting all these past events, but with these new twists, and some great art for their respective time periods that they're, that they're pastiching, and you know, and being horrifying and twisted and dark at points because it's Dark Multiverse. They were a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I, that's how I felt about the Mark Russell Year of the Villain one-shots I read
1: mm-hmm. that
2: I really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. But I couldn't justify having a spot taken yeah. and something else. Um, same same with Wonder Twins or even Freedom Fighters. I, I like those books a lot, but they just miss. Um, especially when I forget to put Curse of the White Knight, which is a book I love. They're in top three, but I'm an idiot. So...
0: So with all that said clearly our number one all around is Doomsday Clock.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's kind of hard not to be. We're all here cuz we're DC fans right and this is a book.
1: In in no. many ways Doomsday Clock that that last issue is the culmination of yeah. the first era of this podcast. Yeah. So, cuz you mm-hmm. know, that, that is yeah. you know the, the, we started with the, the beginning of rebirth that, that I mean we had a, a 0 issue episode before but that that rebirth issue 1 is the start of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and, um, the
0: uh, like when five G launches, if it's got a big sort of like launch kind of like rebirth had, I think what's going to be interesting about that is that that'll be us of having lived through a complete cycle and starting off the next one again. Like we've we'll went through a whole era of DC. Yeah,
1: because I, I think it's clear that this is going to be referred to as the rebirth era, um, yeah, collectively, and it's it's running a little bit long in the sense of okay, Doomsday Clock feels like it probably should have been the end. But yeah. We're going to have another. Maybe a year or so, kind of, well, of struggles.
0: Yeah. I mean, most people think Doom uh, Rebirth kind of ended around the time they stopped putting it on the covers, but I would still refer to this whole era as Rebirth era because
1: that's what they call it. Like that's yeah, you know, like yeah. I, mean, I know, yeah, I know yeah. they stopped branding it as such, but that's just because I mean it's a marketing brand. You got to end that at some point. Yeah. I think yeah. um, Rebirth to the end of Doomsday Clock feels like the natural ending point of of Rebirth. Um, But I think, you know, this last year of stuff that's kind of ongoing until the end of that uh, kind of just falls into that until 5G kicks off in a year or so. Mm -hmm. So
2: I've seen a lot of criticism last week uh, about Doomsday Clock and stuff I don't agree with. I think it's people that don't like John's uh, because if, if you read this all the way through, it's more than John's. Like a lot of criticisms are like, oh, he's just playing with toys that aren't his. And that's kind of like what John's does.
3: Um <laughs> didn't know someone
1: was gonna be vacuuming up the Christmas tree right now.
0: <sighs> what an interruption.
1: Yeah. Every time. There's always gonna be something. Usually on Matt's end. And anyway, so where was I about the the uh
2: playing with other people's toys.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And I and I get it that John's gets out a lot because of what his Green Lantern was based around, you know, from uh, the the Alan Moore story and then he goes and touches Watchmen, you know. But I also don't see a lot of the same criticism in towards Damon Lindelof for the Watchmen show. So I really think there's a lot of people out there that just don't like Johns. And that's fine, because taste is subjective. But basically, this, by the end, becomes a story about the DC Universe, not about Watchmen. Like At the beginning, it's... I was a little bit worried because it felt like, no, this is definitely a Watchmen sequel.
1: Especially that but first the... issue, right?
2: Yeah, but the longer it goes, the more it's about... DC Comics, and that don't forget Watchmen is a DC comic, like you yeah. know. Uh, so, yeah, I just see a lot of those criticisms. That, you can not like it, that's fine, you know. Just like the the new Star Wars movie, that that's fine. But to just to say, you know, well, no, it's because Johns is playing with with toys and he's just doing things because he can. I disagree with that. I feel that there's a very strong point of view, especially that last issue. It and once the metaverse concept gets say. introduced. Yeah,
1: um, and, and you can say okay, he's kind of said this before about Superman mm, in in some ways. Yeah, right. we talk about you know, Infinite Crisis, and uh, it is kind of a retelling of that stuff with Superman right. in some ways, but it, it adds on new layers like the Metaverse that yeah. is just perfect. Well,
2: and also, and this is me also just being a you know, don't pick on John because so he's my favorite, but you know, Morrison does this stuff all the time. His entire Batman run yeah. was based off of of Danny O'Neill stuff and really weird psychedelic stuff in the seventies, but you know. He gets to it because he's an artist and he's, you know, cool and he does magic. So it's fine. But, you know, Jeff John's the dude that came from the Hollywood system.
0: <clears throat> Wait, hold on. Him. When you said he does magic, did you mean Brad Morrison literally does magic in the real oh, yeah. world? Is that what you were saying? Not there?
2: stage magic, Pete. He does, like, occult rituals and stuff. Oh, yeah, he does. He's, he's. And I'm not saying it does or doesn't exist. I think Grant does think it exists. All but right. whatever keeps him doing comics and whatever. Cool.
1: Like, don't point it my I, way, I man. mean, I'm sure we've spoken about this before, but if you, if you listen to the, the Grant Morrison episode of Fat Man on Batman with Kevin yes. Smith, holy shit, the things you will learn about some of his trips.
2: Yep. Uh, silver uh, space scorpions uh, are an assassin's guild.
1: Honestly, after listening to some of his stories, like, you know, his personal stories, the stories yep. he tells in comics feel tame in comparison. Yeah. Even his yeah. weird, batshit, insane stuff feels yeah. like he's toned this so, down to make it more accessible.
2: Yeah. And so just the fact that I am this Died in the world DC fan, you know, like I love Superman. I love that universe, Flash, all of this other stuff. I tolerate Batman, you could say.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> you know, I, this was a story for me. And this is why I love DC comics, right? They are the ones that were always about their legacy, right? You have the Justice Society, you have the Justice League. Yeah, the Teen Titans are always about what's going to come next. I've
1: got how, how many Green Lanterns, depending on whatever right. you start.
2: Right, exactly. How many different Robins, you know? Right? Yeah. Like, it's always about what's going to come next and that we can have the classic with the new. You know, you don't got to throw out all of the new stuff. It's, so I'm a little bit worried about 5G. I feel like they're trying to throw out the classic okay, to be fresh. I will fresh. say...
1: 5G feels yeah. a lot more natural for DC to do in comparison for when... Because Marvel did it a couple of years ago after um, mm. you know after Miles, essentially. Okay. Um, they went, let's try this across the board. And some would, some didn't, but it felt corporately mandated. Like, hey, we, we've got to do this. Whereas well, uh, I mean, with DC... Mandated or not, though, I think the big difference potentially here is that
0: when Marvel kind of did it with a lot of books... They were all kind of just separate reasons. It all just happened to happen within a very short space of time. If we're actually doing right. something that's an event where it goes, no,
1: something's going to happen that forces everyone to change right. at the same time. It might not feel as weird. Uh, do right. you know what? Because from what I gather from 5G, it doesn't feel like it is an event in its own right. Maybe it does just kind of things happen, you know, changes are made. Maybe, maybe decisions uh, you know impact each other. Well, the fact that it even has a branding, though, is more cohesive right. than what Marvel does. It did. is. It is, And I think, no, but this is kind of what I'm getting to is yeah. you know, DC's legacy it, like I say, is, is so inbuilt to DC for decades at this point. Right. That, okay, there's fresh faces in the costumes. We're kind of used to that, whereas in well, Marvel you, you're not, right? That, that was really new for them. Um, yeah. And then they did it kind of all at once and it felt like, okay, too much in, in one it go. It was
2: branded as all new, all different. And yeah. It's like, okay, that's a little bit too on the nose, guys. And But yeah, no, even just the last Thirty-five years since Crisis on Infinite Earths, it's been a constant turnover at DC. Yeah, you know, even Green Lantern. Right, Ollie goes away. They bring in Connor Hawk. Connor Hawk goes away. It, Ollie comes it, it's back. It's not about
1: Green Arrow here, obviously. Not about yeah. Anything, but
2: sorry, Green Green Arrow. Um, and then even just Green Lantern with with Hal to Kyle, and then you know from Kyle to the entire core coming back. You know, and and now the the weave of them like. Me and yeah. Pete constantly talk about how much we miss Jessica Cruz because we're not reading,
1: you know, yep. just like Odyssey. But, but I think that's the thing with, with DC. Yeah. This goes back so much further than Crisis because you've got going back to, like, you know, Jay into Barry, uh, you right. know, Hal to, to John uh, right. was before that. You and know, that's,
2: uh, right. And that's where I try to get in perspective to where you don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, well, no, I like the original ones. Well, it's like, well, all right. So you're a big Jay Garrett guy? You're a
1: big you know, Alan Scott. There are people who are big fans of those characters. But no,
2: but they mean like, no, it's like, well, no, I just, I want what's mine. And I, and I get that because believe me, like, like I said earlier, this new Bendis Legion isn't my legion, but I'm still going to read it. You know, it doesn't feel as familiar, but comics grow and they change and they'll always have a way of coming back to find their middle. You know, that's what, and that's the metaverse, right? That's that's
0: That's kind of the whole point of the end of the doomsday clock. Yep.
2: Yeah. So, and, and, You know, so when I, again, when I hear the criticisms of John saying that he's just playing with Alamor's toys, well, no, go read the book, and then you'll see, like, it's a lot more than that. It is a love letter to DC Comics.
0: Yeah. Um, And the book, despite its delays, despite how long it took, never, ever, I I felt lost momentum. Every time an issue came out,
1: it was so exciting. Every time an issue came out, it felt like an event. Um, Honestly, I think the only issue that was maybe somewhat disappointing was like 11 in that it felt like, okay, here's just where, you know, it, it, it kind of in some ways felt like a recap of, okay, this is what we're up to. And this is what this book has been about. And it was still expertly crafted, but it didn't do anything new and exciting in the ways that a lot of the other issues did. Right. Mm. Um, I mean, it, it's still good. It's still real good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, a, there's, there's a pancake
2: metaphor. Is, throughout you know i don't know necessarily if it was a metaphor but he had that that running thing about pancakes from the first issue to the last uh, yeah and it worked so but yeah doomsday clock Uh, what else can we say besides gary frank art fantastic story really comes together i can't wait to read it all in one big chunk once it gets released Uh, i know they just put out the first trade of the first six but, you know, a whole collected edition... Um, has I'm waiting
1: for the, the oversized hardcover, even though I've yeah. already got all the singles. I don't want the yeah, oversized, because yeah, yeah. Gary yeah. Frank's art looks goddamn gorgeous, and I want it in a, in as best a format as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they held back in that first volume for a while as well, t- until they knew it was, you know, comparatively... Not going to be yeah. stupid long until the next one. Right. Yeah, so comparatively, it's not too far away from volume two, but, I mean... Mm. Uh, I. I It's the sort of thing where I think you'd just rather wait and get a full 12 issue book (laughs) as opposed to just two halves.
3: Yeah.
0: But hey, that's what it is. Um, Now, Doomsday Clock was always the most exciting thing we had to talk about. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. kind of in uncharted waters now because ever since the button in May, June 2017, all we have been talking about in terms of the most anticipated thing was Doomsday Clock. Doomsday clock's coming in November, and then once Doomsday clock started, it was like, okay, where's the next issue? Where's the next issue? What's the end of Doomsday clock going to be? We're at this really weird point now in time where it's like, we don't know
1: what the next big thing is yet, really. I mean, we know 5G exists, I, I think but... That's kind of why the the Black Label books feel so important right now, is that, you know, there are books that we kind of feel like we, we lost an interest in, didn't deliver on the promises of previous years, Batman, Flash, for example... And you know the, these black level books. While we're waiting for 5G to be the you know the full line refresh that we're kind of hoping that gives you know everything that shot in the arm, they're kind of this this holdover of oh we can do other stuff that just because it's not the mainline continuity we can have some great books go in until that stuff comes. Mm. Kind of feels that way right now, and uh, I'm okay with that because there's some really great books.
0: It doesn't have to go away once
1: 5G has, and it's a sort of thing that can just continue, you yeah. know, indefinitely. No reason why not. I mean, we, we, we're we referring to it a lot as uh, you know the the new Vertigo, and it definitely does feel like that, just with a, with a, a closer interaction with the DC Universe than it has had yep. in decades.
0: Mm. Plus, I mean, a lot of this is, of course, because they want to have more standalone books that you can sell in bookstores. This is mm-hmm. p- try, try to shift Batman Volume 13 is a lot harder than doing a Volume 1, so part of the idea yeah. here is to have standalone yeah. books that can just be sold quite easily.
1: Which well, sounds really cynical, but I mean, it works. And you've got to get your audi- your new audience, in somehow. And also, well, they're also good stories, so it's okay.
2: And they've kind of played around with that, like Aquaman of the first Kelly Sue got a renumbering done. Yeah,
1: volume they've one, been doing that, even yeah. though
2: it's issue, you know, in the forties.
1: Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so they don't scare people away. Like to us, exactly. we'll see volume six and or whatever it is, and don't get me wrong. There's part of me that goes, I don't want something that starts at volume six on my shelf, yeah. but I could have accepted it. But I think for you know someone who you know, maybe maybe they enjoyed the Aquaman movie a lot, and they go into yep. the bookstore and they see you know Aquaman Volume One. They might read the back and see this contains issues I don't know, 42 to forty eight whatever it is, and and I'd be a little concerned. Start. But it'll say yeah. Volume One, which is right. just so clear to them that no you no know, you are safe to read this.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I like that's like what good. Pete did after Batman Begins, right? Very much went to a bookstore and found something, you know.
0: I read you one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's sounding like okay. a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, well, those are our top ten, but we have the top ten is
1: voted for by... All right, let's see how wrong these people are. <laughs> if Doomsday Clock's not number one, I will accept two if Harleen's number one. <laughs> then we're having problems, people. <laughs> All right. he's been really unprofessional this week. Oh, I'm, yeah. al-
0: I'm almost done with the MMs. All right, I'm almost done. I've got two left in my hand. Right, number ten, as voted for by you guys.
1: If this is Doomsday Clock, I swear.
0: Number ten is Lois Lane. Okay. Okay.
3: Mhm.
0: Number nine is Hawkman. Oh, good. Number eight is Aquaman. Number seven is deceased. Okay. Number six. <clears throat> Batman <laughs> people wrong <laughs> well what was so funny about looking at these results or getting these submissions in we are seeing clear different tastes to ours and there were some people who more or less aligned with at least one of us in terms of their taste look you know between looking at their, their their top five books of the year and then looking at their artist and you know what, what their worst thing of the year was and all that stuff um but there was definitely a people who it was like no they're still high on tom king like they're still loving what
1: he's doing this year did yeah. did, uh, did people have heroes in crisis in the top books anyone uh, a couple people had it number one some people loved heroes in crisis
2: yeah. I, I try not to sound like a pretentious jerk for for that but i really didn't like that book that book ruined some of my favorite characters so
1: <laughs> I, I think it's interesting it, that uh, you know they obviously know how we all feel about that book, but, but they're still here yeah. listening, so they, yeah. they obviously don't mind oh. that we hate it.
0: Yeah.
2: No,
1: I just... Which, is, what, level, which, though, which I, is why I, Matt's...
0: Uh, but it sounds like he hates all these people. Should probably be twinned down a little I bit.
2: I don't. <laughs> but I just feel like Tom King somehow got a hold of us and went, uh, who does all Matt like? He likes Poison Ivy. He likes Wally West. He likes Booster Gold. Oh, I'm going to mess them all up. <laughs>
0: you
2: know? Like, just throw Guy Gardner in there while you're at it. They're, uh, Tom... Actually, don't. I don't want
0: to give you ideas. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, Batman was number six. So some people still love Batman this year. Obviously, a lot of us that's, didn't. Um, that's fine. But some did. Uh, action Comics is number five. Number four is Justice League. So that went a bit higher than any of us really went with it.
1: Yeah. I was yeah. I was in, I had it on my list. And I had it at eight.
0: Number three is Superman.
1: Wow! Over action, bold. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, that's number two is action. <laughs> You've just said action. Oh.
1: Like yeah, five. you said action.
0: Oh, you're right. Okay, that, I forgot I said
1: action yeah, yeah. already. That's why I said over yeah. action.
0: Yeah. I thought I was making an assumption. All right? I'd forgotten what I'd already said. Uh, number two is Justice League Dark.
1: <laughs> he's the one Ooh. with the list in front
2: of him as well. Yeah, I know. It's all like, right. He's, he's, he's got a sugar rush from all the M&Ms. It's fine.
0: I need to, I need to keep my energy up when I'm talking to, well, Connor, not you, Matt. You're all right, Matt. You, you keep my energy up. Uh-huh.
2: Well, no, that's because I have to keep you on task because uh, I'm like trying to herd cats sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so number two is just Lee Dark, so that made it quite high. Um, wow. Up there. Number two. Yeah, number two. Huh. <laughs> and huh. then n- number one, by a significant margin, might I add, uh, is Doomsday Clock. No, Harleen, that's weird. Har- Harleen did get some votes, but was kind of yeah. uh, in the. Yeah, there's a lot of ties once you get into the, the teens and stuff, but it's sort of you in the what? teens.
1: I, I'm gonna give them the benefit they... of the doubt and assume that they haven't all read the third issue yet, which would yeah. have topped it, you know, tipped it up into that top yeah. tier book. Yeah and they're just running Probably. behind. It's you know, it's the Christmas period. They're, they're, they've been busy.
0: What's very um, noticeable as well, actually, is that number eleven is the Flash. Mm-hmm. So the Flash almost made this top ten. So some people still uh, like
1: it. It's still yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting that the Flash and Batman didn't even get into my top twenty.
0: I never, I just never put them on like a prescriptive list because I knew they wouldn't make it. So uh, well,
1: yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I, I just listed all the things that I kind of read, you know, you know uh, for mm. a while, and and then whittled down and, and got to about twenty before we started the show.
0: Yeah, Dial H for Hero got some love uh, as the lowest. Uh, Lois was number ten actually, but yeah. um, <laughs> they're not numbered. They're just in the order the the points anyway. Um, Doom Patrol, of the World got some love from a few people. Uh, so some people really like that uh, yeah. book.
1: I read the first volume of that this year, the uh, whatever the, I think it was just called Doom Patrol, I guess, the, the, you know, the, the previous volume. And uh, well, that was fantastic. So I, I am not surprised if that is even remotely as good. Um, I completely understand it. What the hell is wrong with this bastard today? I don't know.
2: For the Doom Patrol, he's definitely the doc. <laughs> well, the cast wanted it? He's definitely right. called her. Cats- He's definitely called her, just rolling away mid sentence. The Cash
1: wanted out.
2: Okay. Who plays Calder on the TV show?
1: It's uh Timothy Dalton. Okay, that's great. Which is fantastic. He's a oh, slasher me...
0: of prices. So
2: who's who's Connor then? Who's Connor? Uh Yeah, if you're Calder.
0: That feels <laughs> like an insult to any of those characters to say they're Connor, but uh <laughs> I mean uh maybe the rat? The rat. You going with the rat? <laughs> the rat. Huh? He's on Danny the Street.
1: No, Danny's just to kill for Connor, Are you kidding me. Okay. W, 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 well, I hope
2: that I'm Robot Man. So that's that's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you even watched the show yet, Matt?
2: No, Brenda <laughs> Fraser and I love Brenda Fraser. So but you,
0: you should watch. You should watch the Patrol. Anyway, stop distracting from this. These results here. See, I told you, herding cats. So. <laughs> Uh, Heroes of Crisis did get a little bit of love, although not even top 20 per se. Um we, good. There was uh, some Green Lantern love, some Naomi love, some Wonder Woman love. Um, you know, notably, there was, uh, I think, two people who did in the top five somewhere have Nightwing. So, even Nightwing has a little bit of love. little bit. When did
2: Dragon take that over? Oh, a
0: while ago now. The summer, maybe? Okay. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's has been about six issues, you know, six seven issues. That, yeah, uh,
0: I guess, I guess. I, uh, I could see it
2: making a jump if, if you're, you know, paying off the record. I I thought about going back once Juergens took over, but I don't know if I have the time. You I, thought I, about I it.
1: Yeah, I thought about it. You thought tell, about tell it. Tell me, no one had Red Hood in the top five. Uh, I can
0: tell you, there was literally no votes for Red Hood.
1: Yes. Good.
0: None whatsoever.
1: Yeah. He still you know to make it. All, all those dubious choices that, that some people have submitted and and we're like man who are our listeners mm-hmm. they all agree that red hood is not top five material so <laughs> uh yeah you know, something to bring us all together
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so yeah that's pretty much pretty much it uh so We'll move on. We'll move on to some other specific topics. Well, we had a break there for about 20 minutes because Connor disappeared uh, between recordings and let's just say the conversation went places that we will not repeat on this podcast. Um, no. Let's we just want say to monetized. yeah, let's just say involved <laughs> bank of certain kind.
2: Yeah.
0: A bank, but not for not money. Not for money. Yeah, not a money bank. Banks for For other things. Or food banks, no. no. Uh,
1: how many other kind of banks are there? It just <laughs> up more to roll out.
0: <laughs> Although occasionally the thing that is stored at this bank can be consumed, but that's neither here nor there. The,
2: the great places that <laughs> <that's why.
0: laughs> all right,
3: let's
0: go. What's next, guys? <laughs> uh, <coughs> all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're going to talk about, to talk about the, art, uh, the, the, the writers, writers of the year. We're going to yeah. talk about writers. Uh, and I'm going to start off by telling you. Um, who was submitted by the people. By you, the people. Um, so I'll give you their top three, and then I'll also just give you kind of two is there uh, throughout. Uh, so actually, there's a tie at number three. Um,
1: this is unacceptable. They need to play a game to tiebreak. So people
2: couldn't see it on Connor's window, but in my Skype window, mm-hmm. you just see him with a big old bottle of booze for you um, <laughs> <gasps> okay,
1: come on. I'll be honest. This is a stupidly tall bottle. Like, it's a standard size bottle, but it's stupidly tall, and annoyingly so. that it doesn't actually fit on my shelves. All right. It has to go on the floor next to the shelf uh, because it's so goddamn tall. Like just the neck is is more than a hand. It's too much.
0: <laughs> He's ever looked more like an angry alcoholic in his life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tied for number three on the submitted uh, Writers of the Year.
1: Um, yeah, I'm really glad we won at the start. This would be a more relaxed show. Yes, by the audience. Uh, it,
0: was, it was between Scott Snyder and Tom King. They tied for number three. Okay. So again, Tom King, still very much loved by a portion of the audience. Um, number two was Bendis.
1: Ooh. I hate our audience.
0: <laughs> and number one was Jeff Johns. By the way, say the name Jeff. The name Jeff is ruined for me now because I've been watching what we do in the shadows, uh, the TV show for this year, and there's a bit where uh, uh Nadja, the female vampire, is like going after this guy because she believes he's the reincarnated version of her lover. who's She's reincarnated like every single time and she always ends up finding him and having a love oh. affair. So
2: it's called... Like- Right. Yeah,
0: that's, that's but, Carter. but uh, she keeps calling him gregor because that's his name and then he says no no my name is jeff and she says jeff that's like a a, a, a weak ejaculation she does this little thing and she goes eh, 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 jeff
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so these then, are different vampires in the movie
0: right yes yes in fact there's a uh, Cameos from the characters in the movie at one point, Good. so it's the same universe. I'm
2: am, I'm am still waiting on the Reese Davies werewolves because he's
1: still oh, having movie only,
2: for me,
0: right?
1: Oh, sure, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, it's happening, it's just they're all busy with other stuff, but it's
1: gonna happen, yeah. Oh, on, okay. on the name Jeff, I always think of Peep Show, and anyone who's seen Peep Show will immediately just go, Jeff, as, as in Jeff, uh, because Jeff is a dick, um, because all Jeffs are really oh, um, Jeff but, Winger and, on
2: Community. <laughs> yeah
1: He's a bit of a dick
0: yeah 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 uh anyway so yeah jeff uh, johns yeah. came, came out at number one so um i think i think these top two we'd be talking about i mean maybe connor wouldn't be talking about bendis but <laughs>
1: no we, we, i mean i could talk about bendis in another conversation
0: we'd definitely be talking about johnson bendis as a whole i feel like king and snyder are both ones that I don't think we would have much conversation for being top of the pile. Even even Connor, who likes uh, Snyder more, I don't think would be fine. Not
1: this year, because I I know he's done Last Night, and then Justice League. And obviously I had Justice League in my top ten. Is that the only things he's done this year, I think? I I know.
2: He had this really terrible book called Batman Who Laughs. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was this year. That was this year.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, no. Um... I mean, to be honest, unless there had been something that was like amazing that I was forgetting, then uh, Snyder wasn't going to be in, in my top writers this year as much as I enjoy Justice League. And, you know, I, I liked Last Night on Earth. Uh, even the, the third issue, I liked more than Matt. And the first two were great. Um, it, he's not in my upper echelon this year, no. shall we say. Come, mm. come
2: talk to me this time next year after I've had a bunch of issues of Strange Adventures, and, and we'll talk about King.
1: Yeah, King has probably had less than a handful of issues this year that I've really enjoyed. No, I, that annual, I really love that annual. I didn't like that as much as you did. Stupid, yeah, I
2: stupidly <laughs> liked it. Just okay.
0: Most um, well, of the thing, like King, I feel like I'm so excited for Strange Adventures. I still think he's got it in him, but I think he's yeah. Batman, you know, hit a point this year that... And because it was that and Heroes in Crisis, it's hard. Like, for me, I can't look at King this year and think, oh, he should be on the best of list. For me, he's like, no, no, no. He should not even be close to the best of list this year. Uh, You know, and, you know, Johns is kind of, you know, Bendis has the amount. Bendis has such a variety of books to add up to to his inclusion. (laughs) Johns is the opposite where, okay, Shazam exists, and Shazam is generally Uh, good. Sometimes Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, his, his name is mostly for Doomsday Clock. Let's be honest. That's why his name yeah. is there.
1: They're almost a, a yin and yang this year. How, how many issues of each did he get out this year? Because Shazam started last year, right? Because it was yeah, pretty new. It, maybe not no, it, November last, it, last what year.
2: What did we just of out Issue out.
1: nine of Shazam? It's maybe had seven or eight issues this year. Yeah. Yeah. And then Doomsday Clock probably had five. Mm-hmm. I don't I actually know how yeah. many Doomsday Clocks. And
2: have. then, and then Bendis has like four times that.
1: Yeah, I, I dread to think he'd probably what yeah. twelve action, twelve a Superman, uh, uh,
2: ten of Young Justice, six of Naomi,
0: four a Legion because there was a two Millennium issues. Yeah, yep. six of Event Leviathan. That, yeah,
2: it, there's it, it, no way it's part. one person. This is like Shakespeare.
0: <laughs> uh, right? yeah. Also, that one... I mean, okay, it wasn't just him because it was a big book and he all did the Superman section, but yeah. there was a Superman one shot that was sort of yeah. teasing all the new Superman books.
1: Yeah, but he did like yeah. half an issue's worth at least yeah. that, I'd say. Uh, maybe more. Uh, well, I don't know. I have problems with, with Bendis, but I've never once said he he doesn't put out a consistent, stupid amount of work. Oh, yeah. He
0: yeah. He, he puts in the hours. He, he's, uh, he's right yeah. in there.
2: Um, I, I bought his textbook a couple of years ago that, that he uses when he teaches up in Oregon, uh, thinking that they'd have the secrets of how he writes so much. They're not in there.
1: <laughs> there's a few people who are like, sold does a lot. Uh, Lemire yeah. pumps out so much. Yeah,
0: yeah Lemire does a lot and it's mostly great. I mean, there's the odd thing for Lemire that feels a bit more lukewarm but for the most part it's great. Um, yeah. uh, all the names that were mentioned uh, didn't get to those top three slots though. Uh, Tom Taylor, of course, or lord and saviour. Um, he, of course, had deceased this year and won a show of Suicide Squad and won a show of Detective Comics. Uh,
1: and... yeah. Eight issues, and I think he's on par with with Johns in terms of the conversation that we're having. Yeah, that's fair.
0: That's fair. Um, I feel like, I feel like next year we're going to have a lot more talk about Tom Taylor. I, I think <laughs> like we didn't have enough. Talk well, about what Tom I, What I mean is though, is that from this point on, we know we're going to probably have twelve months of Suicide Squad. We're going to have this sequel to Deceased, and I genuinely think there'll be another book after that. I think we're going yeah. to have a full year. Of, you know Taylor, Taylor material yes uh, and I want Tom Taylor every month so who doesn't twice a month even <laughs> so no,
1: I.
2: The... you know what I also noticed on our list there wasn't a lot of double shipping books well that's, that's there's a lot, lot
0: telling there's not a lot left though to be fair
2: <laughs> no but what there was it just they feel hampered
1: by their pace
0: because there's only three now right yeah. there's flash Batman and Justice League
1: yeah it's weird that in, from an outsider's perspective, uh, Superman action kind of feel like one double chip title because they're by the right. same person. So it feels like that's the Superman book yeah. as, uh, yeah. in, in that sense.
0: But, I mean, before Bendis took over, that was four issues a month, not two. Oh, so. it was, yeah. Yeah.
2: Right, I'm just saying that the Flash wasn't on there, Batman wasn't on there, me and Pete didn't have Justice League, you know? So,
0: yeah. you know, definitely yeah,
2: didn't that's,
1: have the text. Tech, tech. <laughs> it's the only one of mine
0: yeah i, I think it's, it's less to do with double shipping though i think to an extent and it's more to do no. with just how long those runs have been going and the fact that the well
2: that's what i mean though We're we're kind of run down by the pace of them and especially the flash right i usually yeah. williamson would usually be up there with me i like williamson a lot yeah batman superman has it, been
1: more of what i like I, d- I don't i don't it think
0: is. i don't think justice league though didn't get on because of double shipping no i don't think any of my problems with that are to because of double shipping not really
1: Maybe maybe some artist problems. Maybe yeah. some
0: artist stuff, but that's about yeah.
1: yeah. it. But I think it's interesting um, that if you look at like Batman. Uh, if that had been single shipping the entire time, and every issue was identical, right? It was paced the exact same. Yeah. We'd be just looking at approaching the wedding in the next few yeah. months, like next year or so. Yeah. Well, for, I mean, you mean from the start of Batman or? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It only ever if if double shipping was never a thing we'd done in Rebirth because it was new for Rebirth.
0: Yeah. Dark
2: dark times are ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah the, the, the more the more accurate sort of comparison that would be like if it went single shipping when all the other double shipping books more or less stops yeah Yeah, uh, because batman flash are kind of the outliers and justice league no, I, as well i
1: just thought it was interesting in the sense of talking about how if double shipping has affected the pace and you know in pco it's it's how far into those runs they are if double shipping wasn't a thing you know, we'd be still in the good part of kings we would be yeah mm-hmm. um but hey, it is what it is.
0: Uh, So top 10 get mentioned. uh, Sean Murphy mentioned. uh, Makes a lot of sense uh, for Curse of the White Knight. Uh, James Tyne, the fourth, get mentioned, obviously.
2: That's what I want to bring up as kind of a dark horse in that his Justice League stuff is okay, but then there's Justice League Dark and then you know, a lot of the other little stuff that he worked on here and there.
0: Yeah, Hello, Risen. it just started Hella Resin. You know? He did, like, yeah. one of the Dark Multiverse yep. stories. Yeah. Um, yep.
1: He is so. becoming... He had a great thread on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. this this week about, you know, the writers of, like, his generation. Generation, um, yep. Kind of, they're the ones that are going to be kind of spearheading the next decade or so of yeah. comics. Um, well,
2: you, you look at, you know, like, him and Williamson. Taylor. I don't know how Taylor is, but i throw him in that generation, you know. Yeah, I think
1: this is this gen. When I say generation here, I think it's less in terms of traditional age generations and more in terms of when they're breaking into the industry and kind of getting the same amount of books. Well, I
2: feel, but I feel that their voices are kind of similar. That these are all people that I would say love these characters and and read of of a certain era of comics, and that's what informed them, you know, because I feel like there's a lot of like, like Tynan's Batman isn't actually that far from. So you know, Williamson's or even Taylor's, like there's still a lot of those yeah. similarities there. So, um, I mean, to
1: be fair, even like uh, Snyder's Batman, I think falls into that mm-hmm. same area of it's it's inspired from a love of animated series, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. you know, it's and I feel like a lot of their Batman of Snyder and and onwards from there mm-hmm. feels like oh these are the people who love that show and this is yeah. kind of that take on Batman to to an extent. Yeah.
2: So yeah, but yeah, I want to throw Tynan in there for a lot of his. The smaller yeah. stuff that he did, too, that I
3: really...
1: Yeah, uh, Venditti as well. You know, we, me and Matt both love Hulkman. you know, you've got you know, Freedom Fighters that I know that's yep. really loving into, it. and I need, do want to catch up on, because I, I really like what I read. Yeah, um, Venditti. Solid.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, Mark Russell get mentioned, as did Dan Jurgens. another one. Dan Jurgens is an interesting one, because to my knowledge, all he's been writing this year is his part in Eight Wing, and also still, believe it or not, uh, Batman, Batman Beyond, here. which... Yeah means that him and Williamson are the only two writers who are still in the same book that they started Rebar yeah. work with. Because now King's left Batman. King's done. Right. Is that,
1: yeah. Are they the only ones left?
0: I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How times have changed. Um, so that, that was kind of the ones that the, the, the people have mentioned. Um, and obviously we agree with some of those. and we'll, We're all going to pick our own favourite of the year once we're done co- talking about it. Um... But in terms of nominating others that have not been brought up yet uh, into the into the mix, which we might want to do, do we have some? I mean,
1: Cezik for Harleen. It's it's so hard because like, in terms of best writer, obviously we we, we mentioned Harleen in best series. Yeah. I'm trying to think of people who have had more than just one book, really. Um, yeah, me too.
2: But like that one book though is that so good. good. No, I I agree. Yeah,
0: and so I think the way I'm approaching this. To, to an extent is because it'd be so easy to just say okay what are my favorite few books which one do i think is the best writer and if they write more than one book does that give them bonus points because they're, they're outputting more content well, but the way i want to look at it is for me at least when i'm picking mine is less about who wrote the best book or my favorite book this year and more about who am i actually like excited about you're going forward yeah. about their, their, their next stuff because of what they've wrote this year you know who has the oh, most that's, promise that's
1: kind of a different question
0: as to in an extent, ways. but I'm, I'm, I, I think it's worth that that sort of different way of thinking about it, because, cause ultimately you could just easily say, okay, what was your favorite series? Okay, that's my favorite writer. Done, easy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, what, what I meant though is in that scenario that you're you're describing there, I would not consider Jeff Johns in the same way I would, you know, Sejic for example, um, to go to with the two of the recent ones, in in the way that. John's, I, I know what to expect from a John's comic. I'm always excited for it. You know, there's a baseline excitement for a John's comic, right? Mm. Um, whereas, Sejic kind of came from nowhere. I'm like, oh my god, I want to see what he can do next. I want mm-hmm. more Harleen, for example. Whereas, sure, yeah. John's, I don't have like that burning desire for the next John's book right now.
0: Well, because the one I'm kind of leaning towards is Taylor, and it's because he's done a fair bit this year, enough to kind of talk about him, but at the same time, like, He's, he's, we've not really hit the golden age of DC Tom Taylor yet, right? But like no. the fact that he did Suicide Squad number one, and I every Suicide Squad number one I've tried, which admittedly has not been many and not been many of the well received ones, but every one I've tried I've slate, and I've never excited for a Suicide Squad book. But one issue of that Tom Taylor Suicide Squad, I'm, like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in for the
1: duration, baby. Well, that's it's, how, it's how long till Pete this Taylor podcast? Though. Comics from the Taylorverse.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean. I'm not opposed to the idea (laughs) Um, but like I don't know Like when I look at this list obviously I love Johns and I love Bendis but I'm not like like of course I expect Bendis to be good I like Bendis stuff I mean you know I'm expecting his books to be more or less solid and he's he's, he's had some higher spots than others this year but when I look at this list and I think about who
1: do I feel high on right now uh, Taylor's the name that jumps out at me I feel like the way you just described Bendis there was similar to what I was saying about Johns yeah and that you kind of you know what you're getting with Bendis, for better or for worse. And mm-hmm. you're always either excited, you know, for you guys, a, there is a base level excitement. And I, I guess but, another factor here is that, you know, John's obviously we're expecting three Jokers
0: and we expect more Shazam, but there's still this uncertainty of like how much is he going to be written in comics a year from now. Like, well, well, you know, it's
2: almost like Doomsday Clock with his period on. on That's all I have to say about comics. I'm yeah. kind of done for now. So that, that saddens me because he is my favorite writer. It might not so. be the
0: because we know we've got the Jokers no. coming. We know we have more Shazam. It wouldn't <laughs> shock me if we find out that he is doing another kind of, I don't know. Yeah, not... but
2: so Metaverse opens up everything where if he wanted to, he could go back to his era of Green Lantern. He'd be like, "This is what I wanted to do with Jessica."
0: Sure, you know yeah. I mean? I mean, you know, he he so. said in an interview this last week or two that he wanted to do more GSA at some point. So, yep. uh, gimme. But like, you know, I could see all that and um. Yeah, so if I if I'm saying who am I excited about right now, bizarrely it's probably Tom Taylor, and then in second place, I mean, not that I expect any superhero stuff, but probably Joe Hill, bizarrely, because yeah. it's just it's such a different sure, voice compared to a lot of the other stuff. Um, and I'm excited for Tannen to to an extent. Tannen sometimes gets bogged down a little bit by being too connected to Snyder. You know, a lot of this stuff in Justice League is it's still yeah. Snyder's Justice League. He's writing the script for maybe I a think lot that's of those why issues. I'm actually
1: really excited for Tannen going forward because he's the one doing Batman now. It's he's yep. the one going to be steering the ship. Um,
2: and I want to see how his Batman's gonna differ from King's, who's gonna how that differed from Snyder. And is it gonna be more Snyderian, right? Like.
0: That's I hope hard. not. I, yeah. hope, I hope it's his own thing. Right? I hope it's more towards uh, his Batman that he had in tech with the other characters, but I, it's obviously more focused. And I think,
2: yeah, and I think that's what it's going to be. It weirdly feels like uh, like when Loeb took over Batman to do Hush. Like From what I've read about this, it's kind of all the stuff that he wants to do with Batman, and now he's getting to do it. Mm-hmm. So there's probably going to be a lot of fun set pieces, and maybe the story is not going to knock our socks off, but I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, and that's not, you know, count out some other writers who've been very consistent this mm-hmm. year with the you know, like Conic on Aquaman, for example. Yeah.
2: Well, that, that's who I wanted to bring up was Deconic and mm. kind of, you know, without the two series thing, but her one Aquaman series has been really solid from, yeah. from she started it, so.
0: And then there's uh, other yeah. writers who bounce around, like, she's only just started in Supergirl, but if you've been reading Harley and Ivy, like, Jodie Howzard, like, has been here doing things for a while.
2: Yeah, Supergirl, at least not the last chance maybe for five months. Yeah. Does she have an issue with girl? She has a couple issues mm, back girl. Right? Don't,
0: I, don't think, I so. don't think so. No. No. Shoot. Uh, what else does she work on? I don't think so. Huh?
2: Well, I do have for work on, uh, and anything like her star Wars stuff. <laughs> she did the age of, um, the, the first one. Was called? Uh, age of Republic.
1: Republic.
2: yeah, those are all, those are all pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. and they're all very different. Um, Tom Taylor did the age of... That's so weird. Those guys ended up doing Star Wars and then DC stuff.
1: Yeah. So uh, are you saying Pac's coming back? I have Pac once in come uh, back. I'm not going to be, a, but I don't think so. Pac's I, got a lot w- going on at Marvel.
0: Yeah, I would love Pac back at DC. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. Love He's doing
1: it. a lot of creator-owned stuff as well. Yeah. I think at the minute. Because mm-hmm. he's a... Uh, very uh, very nice Island, guy,
2: too. Yeah, very, very nice guy. I met him at WonderCon, and he thought he'd met me before. Very gracious. I
1: only met him that one time. But it made must, me like he, him. He, he must have watched the podcast at some point.
2: Maybe.
0: That's, that's what uh, I thought. So, see? Oh, man. I'm, I'm just like... See if I was, like, fan-picking like, who should be at DC and that. Like, I would... Ha- see if you could trade, like, Lobdell and... Uh, who else? Who else would I definitely Literally want Literally
2: anybody would <laughs>
0: trade for Lobdell. Yeah, no, but <laughs> let's just say you swap Lobdell out with Pac, and then you swapped out... I don't know. Well...
1: Who, who are you trying to get for Kelly Thompson? Yeah. That's, that's the question. Who, who are you willing to trade?
0: And this is the thing Kelly Thompson's
1: books. to be one for one.
0: Yeah, Ke- Kelly Thompson's books keep getting cancelled in Marvel, and it's upsetting me. Like, yeah. like I- I'm DC shocked. They
1: that- have shown ca- themselves willing to either, from the start, go, look, you get 12 issues. Yeah. Or they're give it way longer than, than they deserve because Cap- you
0: know? I was looking at the Marvel solicits for March and I was shocked to see that Captain Marvel was up to like 16 I'm like whoa because that, yeah. that is the highest number I've seen Kelly Thompson get to in a long time because our books keep going you know 10 yeah. issues maybe
1: like that, DC the only book I can think of in recent times that have, has not been given longer than we'd expect or you know or wasn't just a, a, a Max here Mini from the start is the uh, the, the oh the, the there- one recently the Fury Five. Right. Yeah. 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 Where everything else, like, I mean terrific. is it's still good. Every time we're like, is it the final issue yet? Catwoman. Is it the final yeah, issue? They're still going. And yeah. They're still going. And like even going back, like new Superman, uh, how long did that go keep going after you guys yeah. thought this is it? it this, got is, to the 20s. You know, this is the last arc. Good.
0: Yeah, I got twenty four, yeah, which is a fine yeah. run.
1: Yeah, that's, it's two that's years. Not bad. Yeah. Um
2: Kelly Kelly Thompson on Catwoman is something oh. I'd want to read.
0: Uh, um, Kelly Thompson, yeah. I mean, Kelly. I mean, honestly, I'll take Kelly Thompson everywhere I right. mean, there's a natural sort of like instinct to put her on a, a, a female character.
2: No, I'm just looking at a book where. What book could you put her on that I would be? I I
0: know, I'm not. I'm not, right not saying that's why you
1: did. But I'm just saying there's a natural yeah, instinct. No, I, I think to. I, I kind of want her on a, on a Harley book. I feel like she'd be really fun. I mean, you know, maybe, it, 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 maybe. give it like, you know because you know. We get Harley, you know, bring back some of the people you know, the, the yes. supporting cast who were there in the, the, the Connor and Palmiati run. And it it can kind of feel like that West Coast Avengers but, oh, book. I, yeah, I, mean, I didn't
2: read West Coast Avengers, but give her Teen Titans.
0: I mean if you tell me you're telling me West Coast Avengers and that excites me, but honestly everything else you're saying is the least exciting thing that you could put her on for me. <laughs> well,
2: no, no, no. no. Team Teen, Teen Titans. Give her that, that oddball team, right? Mm-hmm. That that, mm-hmm. that glass put in. And I feel like Kelly Thompson's more of our type of writer. Oh probably. That yeah, be I really
3: fun.
0: Well, there's tons of stuff she could she could do at DC. Yeah.
2: Um, no, I can't really work by by her. And to I mean, Hauser's another one that. Actually, you know her, what?
0: Give her a Stephanie Brown book. goddammit. she's perfect. She's perfect for Steph.
1: And I'm this. And I'm the self-parody.
0: Come on, she's
1: perfect but, for Steph. We, and you We never out. actually got to the the crux of the question. Of who are we having to sacrifice to get Kelly Thompson? Oh. Who's,
2: who's one for one? Morrison. Who are we trading?
1: They could take Morrison. Really?
2: Morrison
1: doesn't want to go to
0: Marvel. Go to like Grant Morrison. will take He's, Kelly a, he's got a
2: no-trade clause.
0: <laughs> <You>
2: know, <laughs> we, we ain't giving up Morrison.
0: Uh, oh, fine.
2: we um, Snyder.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily have losing Snyder.
1: Actually, his, I, I want to see his crisis and get, you know, whatever yeah. this is coming up. I think that, that was, you know not necessarily that i wanted to be done with dc Look, but i in the same way that johns is taking a backseat right. role now like that feels like yeah. okay that'll be the end of snyder's all right. main driving point.
2: here's what i'm trading snyder for let's be going to play everything snyder for aaron straight up that's a fair swap yep. as opposed
1: oh. Oh. to awesome, a first swap. Up, for thompson it feels a bit more I, one-sided.
2: there's so many characters i want jason aaron to try out over at dc that he's not really gotten a chance um Look, and now that he's done Thor, he's got Avengers, maybe something else,
0: but... I, I will say I like who I'm about to suggest, but I think Dan Juergens for Kelly Thompson might be a more fair... That's
2: not a bad... That's, that's not a bad yeah, trade. That's fairer.
0: Maybe a fairer... Juergens.
1: Yeah. Juergens is pretty versatile. Who who do we have to sacrifice to get rid of Didio?
0: <laughs> I mean, well,
1: we can't do that because he's too fun to, to mess oh,
0: with. Surely you mean who would we have to take to get rid of Didio? For trading.
1: No. no, I mean like we have to give them like no. three people as well you know, <laughs> to get rid of. No, like, so, like, look, just take Didio in with these others.
2: In, in hockey, when they just want to get rid of somebody, they'll trade them for equipment. So it's it's a bag of pucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like what, three bags of pucks yeah. for Didio? Is that what you're saying?
0: I just love how. To- talk- I love how talking about the best writers of the years turned into who do we have to trade to yeah. to get rid of this person or get this yeah. person from elsewhere. No, but, no,
2: it is an interesting thing though because of these writers we want and we we want fresh. Like I feel like Tynan's fresh on Batman, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, what, what are some other that are that are coming up? Like we still don't know where Snyder's going exactly after Justice League. It's, it's his uh,
0: Crisis, right? It's going to be his crisis. It's, it's crisis, crisis
2: yes, yeah, yeah. But still, there's other thing: Venditti's going to Justice League. That's pretty cool. Like I want to
0: see what he's gonna do there. Yeah, um, I, can see, can I think
1: see. what what this boiled down is you know, we're saying, Oh, who do we need to trade? It's not that you know these are people that we really dislike for the most oh. part. It's more oh, that just... um, we're we're excited by yeah. what these creators are doing in other companies and we wanna see them over here in our home yeah. turf. Yes.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. if, if so, Kelly if Kelly Thompson can make me give a shit about Gwenpool, I'm pretty confident she's gonna do a good job. And you still think she's
1: not perfect for Harley
0: Quinn. I'd still rather show on all the things though. Why not
1: both? Maybe she can do both. like
0: three books. <laughs> I just I don't really care if I'm reading Harley Quinn though. That's my thing. I don't I don't feel the need to read Harley Quinn. We can have people I don't like in Harley Quinn because I don't care if I'm reading Harley Quinn. I'm not disappointed if I'm not reading Harley Quinn. <laughs> Whereas I'm I like if you put someone I really like because anyway, I love Jodie Hauser but she's on a Harley and Ivy book and it's you know wasn't for me. You know, that's what it is.
1: You're a terrible person.
0: All right, well, like, is there any other names people want to put forward for best rate of the year? I don't think so. Uh, I
2: got, I got all mine out.
0: Sure. Okay. What do you, what, what are you picking then, Who, Matt? What was your rate of the year?
2: I mean, it, it's easy to say say John's right, just because of the Doomsday Clock. But I feel like just because of volume, I have to give it to to Bendis. I mean, look at my list. Mm.
0: Hmm. Phil yeah. were you waiting a response of some kind? Well, yeah, I
2: was waiting for someone else to say something because you asked me. I said Mendes. All right, so you. Oh, you
0: finished. Oh, right. He
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it did say. I, I thought I was waiting for pizza Yeah. yeah. All right, fine. Uh,
0: move, move us on. All right, fine, Connor. Who's your rate of the year?
1: I am going to go with. Uh, it's probably somewhat controversially. I'm going to go with Tynan. In yeah. that, I've really like enjoyed was... the majority of his output this year, and I'm really looking forward to him kind of spearheading more things next year.
2: Yeah, I, I was this close, Connor to saying Tyndall. That's why I
0: brought him up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Taylor, and the reason why I'm going to go with Taylor uh, of is because well, no, this is the thing. The easy answer would be Johns. The easier answer would be Bendis, I right? Know? I'm going with Taylor because. I got excited every time he was doing one issue of something. I mean, when we got to the, when we found out he was doing Detectives, oh, we're reading that issue of Detective, because all of a sudden it's a Tom Taylor issue. Mm-hmm. And did it disappoint? No, it didn't. We, we left that, and I think at least one of us admitted we were crying by the end of the issue. <laughs> yeah. I cried well, at a lot of things. I'm yeah. emotionally <laughs> unstable. <laughs> That's true. So in terms of being like super excited by everything he's done and also what he's going to do next, I'm picking Taylor. All right he's, he's, he's the golden boy right now and i'm sure i'm sure that'll change i'm sure we'll have more golden people
1: yeah i'm i'm, I'm really seeing this comics from the Taylorverse coming that's that's what the you know next week when you come back to this show and it's just 2020 <laughs> we're gonna have a rebrand and he's just not gonna tell any of us
0: yeah i mean i had no intention of doing this but you brought it up so many i may even do a, a fake uh version of the overlay to to yeah. put it on top uh but, yes. Okay, so that's, that's the, the best writers. So, we were Best Artist of the Year. I
1: feel like there's a lot more in contention for artists.
0: Yeah, interestingly, not as much... Uh, you, you, I, I would expect a lot more names here. There was a lot more concentrated on this, the same batch of people in terms of the votes. Now, people were only voting one per person. It wasn't like they had top fives, like the, the right. main book. Uh, but the top three, number three was Ivan Rees. Okay. Yeah who, of course, was working mainly on Superman, Superman. this year. Yep. Uh, number two was Jorge Jiménez, mainly Justice yeah. League. Yeah. Like, like
2: Jiménez.
0: And then uh, number one was Gary Frank, obviously doing as they call Yeah, Club. well, yeah.
1: So, so the only one that really... I'm, I'm surprised that Jiménez is quite as high as he is. I, I, I yeah. guess there's part of that is the volume of people reading Justice League helps.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised to see Ivan Reese is as high as. Don't get me wrong, he's, me he's a really good yeah, solid I, artist, but I'm surprised yeah. to see him at top. Well, three. he's
2: you know throwback to that pre-Flashpoint era too. Yeah, yeah. sure. So.
0: Uh, the but, rest. Of these are uh, no no particular order. The rest of them, but uh, also mentioned Jamal Campbell, which obviously we praised mm-hmm. uh, Naomi heavily, and obviously the first two issues of Far Sector, Sejic, yeah. uh, of course, a name we Beautiful. always expect. Yeah. Uh, Manipool brought up. I feel like Manipool, I don't know if he did anything- Manipool Manipool. had a
2: light year. Yeah, I don't feel like- There wasn't a lot of Manipool.
0: I don't feel like like he did anything notable this year. I feel like this is just A couple
2: issues of Justice League, right? This is just
0: a holdover because people remember liking
1: Manipool, I feel.
2: Yeah, even I, who love Manipool, wouldn't say Manipool this
1: year. No, I I don't think he did anything bad. I just don't think he did enough to kind of be in the same conversation as some of the others. Yeah.
0: yeah uh Clayman was mentioned who is typically very good uh yeah. that's yeah. Some, thats some heroes in crisis this year maybe a couple of batman as well it, it tends to yeah, pop probably some batmans yeah uh, and yeah. then emily uh, eve was mentioned to uh which makes Malieve. a lot of sense event leviathan being his uh yeah,
1: yeah that's fair his book.
0: uh so there no was a love for, no love for murphy and uh, no murphy and the artist murphy yeah
2: that, that's Surprising. Yeah, Murphy is mine Who did get p- uh, he comes down to Frank and Murphy at
1: this point
0: he did. what's funny is he got a picking writer but not artist that's a really yeah, interesting that's, that's actually
1: a little bizarre I mean was, I was like the writer there's... the same where it was just pick one or yeah, it a... yeah just pick one okay.
2: yeah I just feel there's a disassociation there I didn't,
0: you know I, mean? I didn't want to give everyone too much homework so it was only the books that were a top five everything else was just right.
1: p- yeah yeah anyone. Just, that, that's interesting that you know he, he got enough nominations for writer but not for Artists—that's kind of strange. I'd—I'd I'd have assumed the other way around if—if if I was only picking one thing that he did.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Uh yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's actually really daunting to add names to this list because, like, I feel like writers, because so many writers do multiple books, we yeah. tend to have a smaller pool of them, right? Whereas artists—it's yeah. the opposite. Where we'll have multiple artists on a book, and we'll have, you know, like artists spread out all over.
2: Yeah. You know what a pretty good 2019? Even though I didn't finish one series and I'm going through one, is is Adriana Mello. Sure. Yeah. Female Furies and then Harley and Ivy. You know, one yeah. to two. Well, uh,
0: hell, I was solid. I was Prison Mello last year for uh, Plastic Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So,
1: yeah. Um, I can't fault um, that. Uh, uh, Joe Quinones, who's been on Dial H, I feel like really deserves uh, at least a, a, a mention in this conversation. Yeah.
2: Uh, while we're talking Wonder Comics, <laughs> Burn on on their,
1: his issues of Wonder Twins yeah I'd, uh, I'd, I'd like to call Liam Sharp for Green Lantern
0: I, I would say sure. M- M- Mitch Gerrard's did a couple of Batman issues this year yeah uh, it typically looked, so if I, speaking of Batman issues uh, Jorge De Fornes uh, yeah Fornes he's really really Fornes, good as well yeah. and,
1: and Janin as well if you want to just throw yeah, in the classic wow.
0: sure yeah, yeah I mean yeah. Ba- ba- Batman had a couple of JRJR uh, uh, issues but other than that Batman typically has
1: really good art <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it, it's, it is it's funny to say, because you know, all of us have not been super high on that book this year. And I don't think we've, outside of those J.R.J. Uh, Irish, J. R., I don't think we've ever really critiqued the art that badly.
0: Nah. It's never Cause really we just the
1: Because the art's you know always I mean? been really good, even in the bad issues. Yeah. In fact, Clayman definitely did some Batman, because he did the stuff on the beach, didn't
0: he? Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so... You no, know, a lot of a lot of good stuff. Um I'm trying to think year. of
2: the action comics issues that I really liked. Um,
0: uh, may I have been Epting? There was Epting issues this year, right?
2: Yeah, it could have been Epting because there was the Rose and Thorn stuff that was super like like I heavily think. shadow. You
1: yeah, know what I mean? There's uh any of the Hill House artists. Yeah. Leo Max maybe.
0: Oh yeah, sure, yeah, Leo Max. Good. But probably my favourite art of the Hellhouse House book so far, actually. Kudransky
2: from Action Comics. Oh, Kudransky was, yeah, was good. I
0: mean, yeah. Kudransky. Kudransky was good. Um, it's tough. I mean, I'll go first here. I mean, if I'm picking one, like, for me, it, it comes down to two names. It comes down to Cedric and Frank. Like That's that's what it comes down to in my head.
1: Yeah, it, it for me, it's those two. Plus Murphy, and I think
0: Cedric like has such a unique looking style. It's such a expressive style, uh, very pleasing the to look at. The fact that
2: he was he was able to put out that book at the schedule that it came out at is mm. amazing.
0: Yeah, even with I mean, the, even with the last issue being delayed. Uh, yeah, who cares? Yeah, by like
1: a couple of weeks compared to some yeah. of the other delays that we have for art. That was nothing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, but ultimately. Frank on Doomsday Clock was like every time I read that book it was like like I said it was an event and part of that event was the art every single thing felt like it was Mm -hmm. like the next epic chapter in this this saga this story that felt important and the art was really imperative in making it feel that important it was Mm -hmm. everyone from Superman who's obviously one of the most important characters all the way down to like Saturn Girl and all the way down to Carver Coleman and all this stuff Mime and Marionette like so much
1: of it just like there's there's not a bad panel it's every every panel is flawless every page is flawless. every issue in its pace yeah and fierce.
0: honestly if, yep. we were, if we we're talking about delays being worth it then you look at how flawless the art is in that book and i know it wasn't just the art delaying it it was also john's busy schedule but Mate. if that's the if that's what you get when you, you delay the book that often then <laughs> i guess you know honestly, well, how... Clock
1: is it's one of those very rare, rare examples of when a delay didn't even hurt the book like often delays oh. w- even if you like a book delays can hurt the momentum you'd be like oh okay i guess this is still coming out mm-hmm. doomsday Club never felt like that it always no, felt and,
2: like and how look how the he made the delay work for him that he it, it's the new legion right at the end of issue 12 right yeah. it, it's not so so yeah like if that had come out a year before like who knows what we get
1: to be honest i suspect it probably would have been the same legion and then they'd have used that in the new book like this new one assuming i I mean i guess it depends who who kind of had the change was it bendis who was like this is the legion i want Right,
0: right or
1: was it more you know He'd have just ran with whatever was set right. up within in Doomsday Clock. We'll never know, probably.
0: I mean, yeah. honestly, that stuff at the end of Doomsday Clock was kind of the most. Was it was the first time it really felt like there was some conversation between Johns and other writers and DC mm-hmm. editorial about syncing things up. Up until yeah, then, it, it felt like it was, it was on its own little world. Up until the well, end. Because yeah,
2: you had that little little in like what issue five or six about when the villains are getting together mm. and they're talking about the stuff that happened at Sanctuary. And that was kind of it. Everything else, James A. Clockfield very standalone.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, forgetting the idea that at the end of the book, uh, Alfred was still alive and John was still yeah. 10. You know? <laughs> like right. There was things that just didn't line up anymore. Right. Uh, but I mean, that's that's a mess to sort out in the coming months uh, with new books and new events. and else's problem. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm, frank, I'm picking Frank. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Ultimately. Uh,
2: Me too. As much as I want to pick Murphy or Cedric, I love that Cedric uh, IV piece from the last issue. Um, but yeah, no. And
1: it's Frank. In that case, I don't feel bad about going with Frank. I know, I know yeah. Matt was hinting at like a few minutes ago that he might be going Murphy, and if he'd done yeah. that, I probably would have gone with Cedric just to represent the affinity <laughs> of yeah, all, all three. Right. Yeah, you know, you know, I'd like, you know like, screw it, I'd, I'd have gone just like they all get the representation that way. But it, it's Frank. If, if I'm coming down to it, ultimately.
0: Well, if we're being frank, and we clearly are, then Gary Frank is the best artist of the year.
1: <laughs> Bloody hate you sometimes.
0: <laughs> See what you're driving me to. Keep drinking that booze, you filthy ginger. Keep drinking that booze. So the next thing I asked about in the uh, the voting form, without with very little context, might I add, it was just worst thing of the year now that could be a book, it could be a writer yeah. it could be an announcement, it could be a general creative choice, it could, you know anything, it could be anything right and what's interesting is we still got multiple, and again th- this was just one per person and we somehow still got enough of the same ones to have a top three
1: can, can me and Matt try and guess a couple
0: I'll tell you what, there's ten things on this list, right oh let's, my see, God. let's see if
1: we can get any yeah. right, one I'm going with the treatment of Wally West
0: yeah
1: <laughs> just is it on the
0: list not really Heroes yeah. in Crisis though yeah I, I, I can see you arguing that that's what that means but Heroes in Crisis is number three that's the number okay. three okay. most hated so thing so they
2: loved it but they also hated it so I love you guys it's, the,
0: it's different people right so, so the people who voted Harvey for this Dent. the people who voted for this being the worst were clearly not the same people as who voted it as their favourite of the year right
1: yeah.
0: you know different um, people but
1: and okay this this one is, is more of a hopeful guess than, than actually expecting it uh-huh. but Red Hood,
0: no Red Hood, sorry.
1: Nightwing, just the ongoing tragedy that is Nightwing.
0: Um, I've titled it Rick Grayson, but yes, that's number one. Rick, Rick, yep. Rick, Grayson, and the continuation of Rick Grayson, I uh, and or the memory loss or lack there, you know what, like all that stuff. Yeah. That whole saga <laughs> is number one.
2: And what pisses me off is that <laughs> there's no reason for it. There's not even any payoff in Batman. Like we get to the last part of
1: mm.
2: of King's. And there's no payoff.
1: <laughs> do you know what? In, in terms just... of not having reason for things, it's just a slight tangent. Pete missed my rant in the Facebook thread about yeah. um, there not being a reason for one of the big reveals in the Star Wars movie. And I feel like he uh-huh. would have appreciated my anger on that. Oh, I turned out my notifications yeah. of that Star yeah, Wars yeah. thread. It, it was. Um, do you know what? Don't go into it. it, it. Input, we don't, yeah, we don't have to but talk I'm going about it. i to tell it. you about it. Later, All right, fine. You would have appreciated it.
0: So, yeah, recreation and. Uh, in... I mean, at this point, I'm not even sure if it was King's choice to do that to Nightwing or if it was an editorial that, thing it, because...
2: Probably Didio because he hates him.
0: Well, because I used to think it was King's choice because he wanted to have him in a bad place and, yeah. then he, and then he'd fix it by the end. But because it's not even came up again, I'm like, well, yeah. surely it was Didio or someone high up who's like, hey, let's but, do this. But
2: even then, all that KGB story <clears> did <throat> was, was set up that Dick Grayson wasn't around and tell that terrible Russian story that Bruce loved. I yeah. got the animals.
0: He's been forgotten. You know? He's literally been forgotten since that part, since he lost his memory yeah. in the main Batman book. Uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you've guessed Heroes a Crisis." You've guessed Rick Grayson. Yeah. Uh, come on.
1: Number two, be terrible things that happened this year. What is it, is two, okay? Two, is it is number two a book or a circumstantial thing? It's a book. It's a book. Okay, what's well, one of the worst books this year? Problem is we don't read the worst books, so
0: you both read this book. Nightmares? You both read this book. Nightmares?
1: Yeah, we, we both yep. read this book. Last night on Earth? Nope. Yep. Uh, hang on, when you when you say you both read this book, you don't read it. I never said that. I said you both read this book. Damn it!
2: Right, so when was Nightmares? Was it Nightmares twenty nineteen? Was it twenty eighteen?
0: I what nightmares was this year. Yes. Okay. Batman. Yeah, I, was in general, saying... I suppose then. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Batman's number two.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Not specifically nightmares though. Just Batman in general. But yeah. Uh, no, I hear it. Uh, so yeah, some people were livid Cause some people added like an extra comment. It wasn't just like Batman. It said Batman. It's been shit since nightmares or something like that. You know, there's been a there was a variety of those. Uh, so you got the top three. Would you scared? Have any more guesses as to what the rest on un, on yeah. un, unsorted list is? Flash. <laughs> uh, Flash actually isn't one of them.
2: Wow. You people, people put up with a lot. Me. Captain Cold, though. <laughs> that's going to be one of them. King Cold, I think you
0: mean. <laughs> yeah, King Cold. Nah, not Captain Cold.
2: Just uh, 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 Flash
3: Forward? No,
2: because so, so, people uh, uh, are well, actually...
0: Well, here's the here's the weird are, thing. You've said Red Hood and you've said Flash Forward. Neither of those is there, but there's something that ties them both together that's there. yeah. <laughs>
1: He who shall not be named.
0: <laughs> yes, Scott Lovedale is one of the most hated things of the year, yes.
1: What like. I'm thinking people must hate this thing. People must hate it. Yeah, you combine them both and they hate them so much more.
0: You're <laughs> mm-hmm. all trying to Eat. Oh, dear. Um, I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you a couple of them I don't think I'm going to get. Uh, the cancellation of Doom Patrol book uh, was one that was brought up a couple of times. Uh, sure. Teen Titans was put in.
1: Just, um, I mean, just yeah. the oh. Doom Patrol, From whatever I read, it didn't feel like a cancellation in the traditional sense of you know low numbers. DC kind of it, it felt like uh, way schedule got really busy and he was like, yeah, okay.
0: Well, regardless of the reason, it's, it's stopping. It so. is,
1: yeah, and, and I, I just you know, I think cancellation generally. Puts the blame on the publisher, and I'm not sure that is entirely the case.
0: Well, okay, in this case, it's the, case it's the writer who cancelled it, but cancelled all yeah.
1: the same. <laughs> I, I would say "Doom Patrol's ending rather than cancellation.
0: Mm. Uh, so uh, we got uh, "Catwoman" was one that was put in there, uh, but I will say this: I'll, there's, there's, well, and there's also uh, general complaints of like. The world being too far removed from rebirth and doomsday clock, and how it feels like it doesn't really sync right. up anymore. That's a whole conversation to be had. but uh, yeah, there's, yeah. So there's two left. There's two left that I've not told you you've not got. One is you're a right And one's You're the Villain. Good, Matt. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, you're yeah. the Villain. Uh, and I actually do kind of agree. Because this is the thing. I hate Rick Grayson. I also think Batman's been good. Uh, I think Heroes in Crisis is a valid choice for worst of the year. Yeah. I think You're the Villain, well, not as bad in an infuriating way as Heroes in Crisis, is really annoying and i'm just so ready for it to be done because it's accomplished nothing it is a it has been a branded thing to try and sell more books without making it feel
1: important just feeling tacked on and everything it's been attached to it's funny in the core handful of books like in justice league it's been fine in batman superman Mm. and going into hell arisen it's fine because those stories feel like they're just doing their stories anyway Mm. and i think uh, the the branding is is all these one shots and Tie-ins to these other things—that's where it feels terrible. Well, I think the problem, as well, though, is that well, it is fine. I mean, good
0: or not is on om- to your your taste, really, in the books themselves. But well, it's been fine theoretically in Justice League and Batman Superman. I think it's actually hurt by its inclusion in all these other books because it right. annoys me more because I'm just I'm just like pissed so off even, at even it. Even
1: when it's like, like just like the the the, the <clears throat> doom symbol, right? For yeah. example, I think that's come to symbolize the year of the villain right the yes. doom symbol and you know I don't blame Justice League for having this symbol because that feels like if you take away any of the branding that would always have happened
0: oh sure the problem yeah. is though is that by the time we get, we're getting to these later stages of the story or Batman Superman I'm where you've got sick Batman. Of I'm, I'm just sick of seeing everything I'm sick of seeing Batman who laughs oh. I'm sick of yeah. Apex Lex yeah. I'm sick yeah. of all this stuff
2: that Garrod's epilogue that was completely
0: superfluous. Oh yeah. And
2: that issue of Batman. How, how that many? That sums it up for me.
0: How I mean, Apex Lex has probably crossed over into more books than any other character this year, just because of all those endings where he showed up as a hologram. Is like, hey, I've got an offer for you, and, Captain and Cold. Was maybe
1: like three books that did it well. Yeah. That, Batgirl did it pretty well because that that really yeah. initiated into That's the Oracle. oracle yeah. Um. What else did it well? Hawkman, I remember me and Matt praising Hawkman when that did yeah. it. Bendis really done well with working last, this last, shit in. That's two. And I think I think yeah, I remember you guys praising one of the books I don't read, maybe a Bendis book or maybe something. I don't read. But yeah, no, either way, the action
2: know. is action's tying in now. I has got J.R.J.R. JR, and I want to throw it across the room.
0: Uh, <laughs> so uh, and then the last one that no one said yet uh, as a writer if anyone wants to crack a guess is
1: it Tom King for the irony of, of being on both lists
0: it actually is not no it's not Tom King mm-hmm. Uh, but it's someone that we don't particularly like
1: it's not a lot of people I don't like that all of us don't like and it's not yeah. Love Dell.
0: all of us
2: <laughs> is, it, uh, is it Frank Miller?
0: <laughs> no, it's not Frank Miller.
1: No, yeah. no, no.
0: no, no. More, more, more current than Frank Miller. More
1: con, <laughs> c, c, cur, currently working on books. I'm telling you what books there are that we. It, it's a lot harder to think of books you don't read because you kind of just forget. Oh,
2: Tomasi on uh,
1: tech. No, it's not Tomasi. No, uh, because I'd still say I like Tomasi overall. just don't like that book. But...
2: Well, shoot. I'm at all options. I'll
1: tell you. Steve Orlando. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, do you know what? I don't like Steve Orlando. I would never have considered him one of the worst things. Oh. No,
2: I. I they I, always I, say the opposite of love isn't hate; it's apathy. Yeah, and we're pretty apathetic to Orlando. Yeah, as I, point, I, I, I would
0: so. I would describe as apathetic towards Orlando rather than hate,
1: but. Uh, yeah, you know. So I, I, you you guys tend to like him more than I do as well. You like some
2: his Supergirl?
1: Yeah. was okay um yeah whatever. but you guys liked his crossover with uh shadow was that, that one he did oh batman shadow yeah, was he'd... all right yeah
2: yeah well also yeah early early orlando too night of the monster Man was pretty okay that I, I am was pretty okay. i
0: am still pissed about that last supergirl issue though where he, he, he just yeah. used it to advertise his next book that would that sure. get cancelled after six issues and i don't even think it got a trade because it was so poorly yeah. received but
1: well, he didn't get a yeah. trade
0: well, one one of his recent minis that were six issues didn't get a trade. I saw him, someone asked him about it on Twitter, uh, and he yeah. said, "So unfortunately, there won't be a trade for this." So you better will just buy the singles. Wow,
1: and DC does a trade for everything. Yeah. Yeah, because it was so bad. And he
2: also had that one that I know, Talking Superman, really liked. That was set in the future. That was all monkey. Mm-hmm. So he had that out at the same time as this other one. And I don't just... remember what that is. Yeah, it was. It's real, real weird. Um, but yeah, no, I no, I get that. Again, I don't hate him
0: yeah but, uh, i mean if you're picking our worst of the year i mean our worst just worst it's, dc thing of the year
2: yeah it's it's a tie between you're the villain heroes and crisis
1: um yeah so- I, I wouldn't say heroes and crisis in particular i'd say the the treatment of wally west the treatment mm. of Di- of dick and then no. sure Year the, of the villain Those
0: maybe, are my- i wouldn't bring yeah, up Yeah, but heroes and crisis was
2: much ado about nothing because i don't even feel like it made a lasting impact like I know what King
1: was going for I didn't even finish it so yeah exactly despite despite the fact
0: despite the fact we had evidence of him saying he would definitely finish it back at the start of it it, that's how bad it got it made
1: me it made me eat my
0: words (laughs) so here's here's my thing with Dick Grayson his treatment's been atrocious but I wouldn't put it on the worst of this year because it already started last year (laughs) like there's been nothing new it's just okay sure
1: it's just more of the same shite right it's more of the same crap that's that's just how annoyed I am by it it's still bloody going on
0: um yeah, I, I Year of the Villains has been really tedious to me, um, which has been frustrating because it's the main line-wide thing they've been pushing like a lot of the year, so it's kind of frustrating. Is that as bad as what happened to Wally in Heroes in Crisis? No, Heroes in Crisis was worse. Uh, but I was able to kind of forget about that once it was done, which was way back in like, March or whatever it was. You know, It was a while ago now. So... Year uh, of the Villain's a lot more in my brain right now. It's a lot more there. Yeah. But I mean, I get that. So, it's a re- recency bias
1: in some way. Yeah, I guess. Because uh, year of the, <sighs> the villain didn't even really start till like May because we had the it was the, the free carnival day thing that kicked yeah. it off, right? Yeah, but that's yeah, that,
0: that's seven months of it. <laughs> no, no, it is. Uh,
1: but that's what I mean. It's like you know, it, it's a long time. I'm not I'm not disputing yeah. that. I just seven mean the sense months of that and started after <laughs> the, the the heroes and crisis finished.
2: And I felt every minute of it.
0: Yeah, it's seven months, and I don't really feel like any of it's accomplished outside of the Just Sleep no. book. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess the fact that we're getting to the hell and stuff now. Yeah, I guess. I well, yeah, because
0: that's, I mean, admittedly, the first issue was fine, and, you know, I'll read it, and it'll probably be a decent little thing, but I have to admit that, you know, if you told me before it started, like, hey, there's going to be
1: a book where it's Apex Lex versus the Batman who laughs, like, oh, great. Sounds my perfect book. Do you know what I really feel about that book? And this is going to sound Maybe like a strange request, but I feel like that should have been a weekly. Um sure. I, we, we had like you know, a week, a couple of weekly events earlier in in, in the uh, mm-hmm. the rebirth era. Um, but this League one, the, they, they were they were building up as oh yeah, it's a fight between these two. We had like and, uh, the, the no boxing, as well. The, the boxing match posters is, is kind of how they you know uh, mm-hmm. were marketing it. This feels like this should be a weekly event. Well, get it's, it,
0: it, it's four issues. That's a, that's just one month, and yeah. you know it would get through. it So if you're not
1: loving it, then it gets through it quite quickly. I feel like we should have got. The last issue of Justice League, uh, 39, whatever it is, uh, coming up. And then, bang, four issues of this.
0: It's kind of weird that we're getting like four or five issues of Supergirl with her being infected It's supposed to just a couple, right? It feels like an odd thing where her Same books... Same with been...
1: Hawkman. Hawkman's been going for at least three issues with this stuff going on. And arguably longer in, if you go with all the the, the Shadowlands stuff, um, which has been teasing up to it. Yeah,
0: so, so kind of a weird thing. Um so I want to give it to Year of the Villain <laughs> just because it's I don't know, I know even more right now I guess. <laughs> but there's there's definitely <laughs> an argument for in Crisis. I don't know what you're picking, Matt. You you, what you got
2: I it's a, I can't pick one over the other cuz they upset me both. So, so those it's two. a tie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, between Year of the Villain here in
1: Crisis. Um Connor? I will I mean, cause I, I feel very much the same as Matt. As you know, it's both of them. So I'll I'll take sure. heroes in crisis, so that you it us, it's yeah it's, you know, right. one each, and then Matt does both. Yeah.
0: Uh, so we'll swing back around to DC to talk about what we're hoping for in twenty twenty. But before that, we do have the, the last thing on the the voting form was uh, best books from other publishers. Uh, there was no limit. There was no rankings or anything like that. It was just you know throw names out there. Um, okay. but because obviously some people did say the same thing, there is indeed a top three. So, um, would you want to get, you really guess? Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm um, curious. No, I don't want to guess. I, I think it's there's too much, much, much to guess from.
0: Alright, okay. Yeah. Uh, number three is a mortal Hulk. Uh, choice, very solid so, choice. Yeah. Uh, number two is Hawks and Pox, which I just counted as one. Everyone else was oh, be co- Hawks, yeah. as one. Sure. Uh, and then number one is Gideon Falls by Jeff Lemire. So
1: great choice yeah so i mean i mean, just
0: got to the top of the list um and then sort of like the next sort of batch that are all about the same level was black hammer so more lemire uh which i can get behind daredevil which i can also get behind that's been real good <laughs> frog catchers i
1: don't know what that is but that is jeff lemire's uh latest uh, graphic novel
0: Ah, I've had okay. it in my
1: shelf since the day it released, and I have not read it yet. I'm going to wait and just read wow. it all in one sitting in the uh, next like, week or two.
0: There's also Venom and Ice Cream Man in sort of that tier. Um, and for the record... Like, Sorry, I,
1: can we take a beat to just recognise you said Venom and then and Ice Cream Man? And yeah, just Ice Cream over Man's like indie.
2: Yeah. Who's putting it out, though?
1: I don't know what Ice Cream Man um, is. <laughs> no, I don't, but just the fact that you... Oh, there's also Venom and Ice Cream Man. Like, they're on the same level. Um...
0: Ice Cream Man to it, me is a is a really B tier movie starring Clint Howard where he kills people and <laughs> makes really disgusting ice cream out of them. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I no I will definitely vote for some of those. Uh, now I sort of stopped reading a lot of my non DC stuff about May, but I've just started catching up in the last week, <laughs> basically, uh, focusing mainly on Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man, which is great. Uh, i've
1: just got the last issue to read and i don't want to read it
0: I, yeah. don't want to be to... Um, I read <laughs> the final <laughs> issue i read the final issue of x23 which was great and i'm currently catching up on daredevil um all very good but even from that first half of the year i can tell you that captain america and immortal hulk are also fantastic and
1: still fantastic and you haven't even got to where immortal hulk throws a no. curveball and just becomes something else entirely. <laughs> yeah yeah i'll get there i'll uh, get there um
0: uh, so, I mean, that's that's basically my Marvel picks. I mean, I, I mean, Spider Man was solid. I mean, I've, I've you know it's not as good as those other ones. But... I've,
1: I've been enjoying it less recently because it's started been doing do the the twenty ninety nine stuff, and I've not mm. been really into that because I don't give a shit about twenty ninety nine, um, yeah. which is weird because that's why Gleason came onto the book as well, and I'm like, yeah. oh Gleason, yeah. and then I read it and I'm like, yeah, yeah, Gleason's great I mean, I now.
0: I get why they're well, doing a lot of twenty ninety nine stuff right now because it's both eighty years since Marvel started and it's eighty years until twenty ninety nine. So the, the, the like I get so, it. They've got a lot of reasons yeah. right now to do 2099 stuff. I get it, but um, so I mean, that, that's basically my Marvel stuff that I would throw in. Obviously, Black Hammer, I would absolutely, you know, champion. Great. Um, which I also need to catch up. I've not read any Justice League Black Hammer. I'll will do that soon when I've caught up in yeah. Age of Doom. Um, good, but i mean other than that i mean i, I would share with buffy uh which started just at the start of the year uh yeah I, with yeah uh
1: you're not up to date on that are you
0: no no i've read the first i've read the first
1: trade basically yeah so um buffy's been great and then angel died, and they did the, the the hellmouth crossover which i think is still going on, still,
0: yeah because I, I wasn't yeah. actually I, I actually when i was looking up to catch up i noticed that it's actually a separate event series as well it's not just those it two is, books yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it's so it's separate mini and and there was a big uh one shot beforehand um I can't remember what it was called. Didn't tie in directly to, to Hellmouth or anything, but it was like um, basically, it was like here are like three short stories with different slayers throughout the ages. Oh, cool. Um, but it was, you know, a part of the overall tapestry. I would include it in those books for sure.
0: Yeah. And I know um, tangentially to that, I'd also throw in the Boom Firefly book by Greg Pack, who we've been talking about, which uh, mm-hmm. I,
1: I've i loved what I've read of that so far. Um, on Greg Pack, Ronan Island is phenomenal. I've read a little bit of that too. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's only gotten better.
0: That's good. That's good. Matt, yeah. you you got other ones you want to throw in here?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got War of the Realms. Uh, Aaron doing big, you know, things over there. Yeah. Uh, some of those tie-ins were really good too. I read everything, so I can't help myself. Uh, Tom too. Taylor had a strike. Yeah, had a force book where he got to write uh, Iron Fist and I think uh, Iron Fist, Wolverine, Captain America, and uh, and, and Spider Man. Yeah, I think huh? so.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, I was thinking yeah. Spidey was in on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, so good and and spider-man gets uh, attached to one of the valkyries pegasus and it's super tragic and taylor's like oh come on dude why are you gonna mess with me like that
1: yeah um that the surprise uh, tie-in slash spin-off yeah. for me was and, and uh, yeah, you know this is a total surprise it caught yeah. me off guard was a uh, punisher kill crew
2: yeah uh, see uh, i didn't get that uh i can't
1: remember so I who wrote know. it i'm completely blanking but the art is uh,
2: it is... was um oh god what's his name who did uh Guardians and uh, Daredevil, Jerry uh... Dugan, yeah, not Dugan, not Daredevil. Yep. Um, you know what I meant. We 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 got there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Deadpool is what you meant.
2: Deadpool, thank you. Yes. yes.
1: Um, um, but um, it's that. Of it. It's Friar on art. Yeah. And it's like four or five issues of Punisher, kind of borrowing Thor's goat and going off yeah. to take revenge on a frost giant. And yeah. it's F- just F- gorgeous. Yeah. Like, yeah. Faria, they
2: the family. Yeah, yeah,
0: pretty, pretty great. I have to admit, um, War War of the Realms as a whole is kind of what killed me reading Marvel for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, I got so I get so bogged down, and yeah. I just I'm done with this yeah. shit. Um, uh, but I you know, I didn't mention any Kelly Thompson books. West Coast Avengers did have half of its run this year, and that was mm-hmm. very Delightful. good. Yeah, and she even had me reading uh Mr. and Mrs. X, which I didn't like as much, but even that was still enjoyable.
1: The, the idea yeah. of you reading a gambit. I know, I hate gambit, gambit, gambit.
2: Rogue, yeah. Yeah. um Yeah. I also want to throw out Thor, uh, of course, the, the the main
1: one. Obviously. But, <laughs> uh, I, mean, well, I mean, to be honest, when you said War of the Realms, I was kind of just thinking of all of yeah, yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah, but, but then as where, where it goes, it's such a fitting end to what he does. And then his last issue of Old King Thor, it's, it's double-sized, and goes goes, I was telling the guys before uh, we recorded, it, it goes to places that's kind of similar to Doomsday Clock. So I think that's pretty funny that they came out on the same day, um, okay. that they worked out that way. Um, and then, like Pete said, Captain America has been one of my favorite books from Marvel. It's so good. Tomasi Coates is doing some real, like I don't want to say ripped from the headlines, but very much, it, you know.
1: It, yeah, no, I'm with it. It's
2: reflecting of, of the current society, and it's, it's so good. And uh, it's, it's, it's good grateful. seeing it's good seeing Steve take out uh, elements of society that I don't like. So uh, uh, that's good. And then uh, Avengers, which is you know uh it's fine it's not my favorite thing over there um, uh like immortal hulk or anything I, I, but
0: i feel like avengers to me is surprisingly just really kind of readable and no more like i don't know like
1: it's popcorn
0: comic book it has,
1: I, up, it has its ups and downs i, was, I, don't know. I yeah. just uh,
0: reading through it like it's, it's perfectly fine it's just but it has no yeah. spark like um no.
2: like the the race of the ghostwriters Riders was stupidly fun
1: yeah it was like mm.
2: like them going through the avengers going into hell and having to you know get damien hellstrom to perform an exorcism on on the celestial base that they've been using like it's it's banana pants
3: like yeah. so there's that
2: it. yeah and then the only other um only other real book i've been keeping up with uh independently is criminal by brubaker and phillips um, sure, sure um highly recommend it it's criminals one of those great books where you can just pick it up at any point um and and just get reading it's very serialized this current arc definitely pays off if you read the other criminal stories this is kind of the keystone to them all that everything kind of shoots off from the world of criminal that we know around the lawless family so it's super good um definitely I, i just read the most recent issue last night And it was fantastic.
1: So, (laughs) I think uh, for me, most of the Marvel books I've enjoyed have been mentioned. The only other one I think that I've got that hasn't been told about already was uh, Venom. Uh, That was a blast. Uh, It still is. Um, We had an absolute carnage kind of that event um, being Mm -hmm. part of that book this uh, last few months. And that's, uh, as someone who doesn't give a shit about carnage, it it was a lot of fun in terms of uh how it was with the main venom book. because like, that's all I read. I didn't read all the other tie-ins because there was tons and tons of shit. I read just uh Venom and Absolute Carnage. And that was great. Yeah. I actually
0: I'm just I've been in a mood recently to try and catch up on some other stuff. Um mainly because we were, we were done elsewhere at the start of the year and I think elsewhere made me feel this pressure to keep up with more than I want to <laughs> because I have mm-hmm. to just I have to justify this second show. Um and there was, you know, obviously a selection in the middle that I really loved, and that's why I wanted to do other books. But I got really bogged down and tried to keep up with all that, all the War of the Realms stuff. Which, to be honest, Marvel events usually just suck the life out of me. Um, and you know, I'm finally back in the mid again to make sure I catch up on stuff like Daredevil and Cap and all the books that I know I like a lot. Yeah. Um. So, uh, know anyway, I'm looking forward because I was I was looking at the solicits for March today just to see if there was anything coming up that I wanted to read and I think there was like you know one or two new books, but it wasn't many. So I'm going to try and keep it manageable level, but I do want to try and keep up with a few, a handful of books from Marvel and you know Buffy and Angel and that sort of
1: stuff. Once so, I caught uh, yeah. up, because um, you know honestly, um, my what is probably my favorite comic of all time uh, ended this year, and that is uh, the Wicked and the Divine. Uh, it had its you know, last issue, I think it was about forty-five, forty-six, whatever it was, and it's had you know a bunch of like specials. It's probably about fifty or so issues in total, maybe slightly over. Um And yeah, it it was a a perfect ending for for what the the book was, and um you know it, it was fantastic. Because uh, now you you know you can safely recommend here read this entire book. It's it's fantastic. I love it. Um, it it really is one of my favorite books of all time. And then obviously you know other Gillen stuff like Die and Once a Future and digging those because hmm. of course I do.
0: I mean, I gave Die a try. <laughs> yeah,
1: one
0: for me, one for me.
1: I'm really looking forward to. It. McKelvey has got his own book starting next year. I'm blanking on the name now, but it's a, uh, uh, you know, he's doing a sci-fi book in space. Uh, where he's he's writing it himself for the, yeah, you but know, it's, it's like the first thing he's written in like a decade. Uh, so I'm really excited to check out because he's just one of my favorite artists.
0: Mm. Uh, so I'm going to read through all the other books that were mentioned in this section. Uh, so, for say, what particular one you want to talk about at the end? Just mm-hmm. keep them in mind. So, sort of, th- these are in no particular order. They all had about an equal number of votes. Uh, Thor, Conan, Die, Amazing Spider-Man, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, Once in Future, Killer Be Killed, Manifest Destiny, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ongoing, which is another one that I need to uh, catch up on. I've read like sixty issues out of
1: hundred. I, I can <laughs> see Matt doing that there, and he's wondering the same thing as I am. Was Killer Kill,
0: Be Killed still this
2: year? Yeah, no, that ended may- twenty eighteen because.
1: I I, yeah. I I
0: couldn't check everyone uh, <laughs> manually. I'm I'm gonna
2: check. I'm gonna check. I, 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 I saw know his face,
1: and I'm like, there was, was a gap. <laughs> well, we got we got to fact check the audience. It yeah, yeah, there to Be held to a high standard. I, I love and be, be killed.
2: It was. I'm mm. looking forward to some kind of adaptation, um, of it
0: one day. Well, there's some more, though. Um, uh, Jughead, no,
2: yeah, it ended in June 2018.
0: Oh, here's some more, so. then. Jughead, The Hunger, Undiscovered Country, Something's Killing the Children. Mm-hmm. That's tying in the fourth, that one, I think. Uh, in, yeah, uh, I'm waiting for that uh, to be
2: collected and trade.
0: Black Cat, Spider-Man Life Story, Saga, although there wasn't much Saga this year, I don't think, either. That went on hiatus. Maybe it had an issue <laughs> no. or two at the start of the year, but uh, there wasn't much of it. Uh,
2: Baker uh, did say at the, at the end of The Last Criminal that he hates... Um, uh what's his name the the saga guy vaughn um vaughn yeah uh, they're their friends but he read the last issue that was printed of saga and he goes i hate you now you know what you did
0: um so apparently that that's a ringing endorsement from ed brubaker um more more on that story later hopefully uh monstrous outer darkness i actually tried out of darkness uh and it was not bad from what i read uh, the art wasn't really to my taste but uh story was solid. Uh, criminals mentioned an Invisible Woman. I think Invisible Woman was Kelly Thompson, actually. I think that was a mini she was doing this back was half it? of I the year. I read the
1: first issue I... of that, and I thought it was really mediocre.
0: Maybe that wasn't that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Thompson was doing a mini like that, though. Like, after I, st- I stopped reading for a while. you think of the, the Jessica Jones thing she did, maybe? Nah, uh, I knew she was doing that already, because she's doing another one. She's doing, like, a sequel.
2: I just know Invisible Woman had those uh, had a lot, a lot, a lot of variants.
0: Well, that's Marvel, not is on that.
2: Yeah, but like it was over amount for for, like I'm glad Susan Storm's getting a lot of, of attention, but it just seems.
3: Mm. I
2: feel but no,
0: Invisible was, Woman no. was Wade. The good, the good yeah, news. It's... The good news about uh, Hickman uh, driving the X Men for this like he's, last. He's staying half away of year.
1: from our stuff.
0: Well, not so much that. No, I mean, that's good too. But the good news about uh, Hickman being on the X-Men for this last half year is it's an entire section of Marvel that I don't have to worry about catching up on. So that's convenient.
1: There's, there's <laughs> no pressure to even think about it.
0: Nope. Nope, I don't have to think about it at all. I've got a list of about a half dozen books. I've got Cap, Daredevil, uh, Mortal Hulk, uh, Captain Marvel, Chris Thompson, That's Uh, been
1: not as good as, I think, some of the earlier stuff, but still solid.
0: Yeah. Uh, Those are the ones I want to catch up on. Um, I've already started with a couple of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's what it is. He hasn't finished reading Christ on Infinite Earths yet, though, has he? uh, No, I have not. No. No, 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 no. To be fair, since he makes a snide remark, he's literally not even brought it up to me since the last time we did an episode. So, he, he could... Whinge about it all he was, but it's not like he's nagging at me in between recordings either.
1: Well, that's because I've already finished it, like, three weeks ago now. I'm just kind of waiting <laughs> on you.
0: It'll, it'll get done, alright? The middle strike me. The middle strike, strike me, okay? Strike faster. It's, but right now, it's striking for me to catch up on Daredevil, because Daredevil's really good.
1: Daredevil is really good.
0: Uh, although the are in the second arc, is not as good as the first arc.
1: It's, it's not bad, it's just, it's not it was Chicago in the first hour, right?
0: Yeah, hey, you think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. That's what it is, but hey. Uh, so, okay, well, there you go. That was a talk for other publishers uh, throughout the year. Uh, as far as DC and other mediums go, obviously we don't talk about it too much here. We did a little bit of news here and there for something that's relevant. Uh, I've still not seen Joker, but...
1: <laughs> but I have now. I saw it like last week. Uh,
0: so there was Joker, which I'll see soon, and then Shazam! came out. Uh, so we get two movies this year, not including the animated stuff, uh, which is kind of a weird place that DC movies are in right now, where... <laughs> yeah, you are right, no, Matt?
2: Just, yeah, no, just the DC movies. I've yes. had this conversation with friends many times this past week.
0: They're in a weird place. So, They're in a weird place. Uh, we obviously yeah. have a bunch of stuff coming out this coming year. We got Birds of Prey, uh, which isn't a Birds of Prey movie, but whatever. Uh, and we've got uh, Wonder Woman 84. I,
2: so are you calling Gelsimon a liar, Pete? She's I, seen pieces of it and said it's very true to her birds. So...
0: Look, trailers can be misleading. Maybe, maybe I'll come yeah. out with that and but I find it hard to believe it's going to be Tree Birds of Prey when there's no Barbara freaking garden in it. But that's yeah, not him
1: But yeah. you could
2: still be uh, to the spirit.
1: Thing. I have no I, no reason to doubt Gail Simone's honesty on this. Like no, why no. would she well, she doesn't get anything out of it. So I don't know. And and I, I think a, it looks, even even if I don't think it necessarily looks like an amazing Birds of Prey movie I'm really excited for it. I think it looks like a great movie on its own. That I'm, I'm, really I'm here for one. you, McGregor, Black Mask. Hell yes. <sighs> yeah, I'm a... and, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes, please.
2: Well,
0: of course, yeah, you get her into Star Wars too. Uh, I've just, i I've spoken about my feelings in Birds of Prey before the movie coming up. I'm yeah, going to do it again. But
2: we, got, we got Wonder Woman 84, which looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw the trailer on the big looks, screen.
0: It looks fine. Like, I mean, my apathy right now isn't just with DC movies. It's just kind of with superhero movies in general. I feel like, I feel this way about the Black Widow trailer. I feel this way about... What else has come up from Marvel?
1: Yeah. Black Widow, that's it so far this year. I've the taken Winter. them a lot lighter. Like, I've not seen any Marvel movies since Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, and and yeah. I, no, I'm not using this as a dig at a Marvel. I mean, in the fact the fact that you know it took me months to get to Shazam. I only got to Joker last week. I think the fact that I, I kind of took a pretty extended break. Really, when you when you mm. think about it, I probably went a good year without watching a new superhero movie, not counting some animated ones. And um, I, I enjoyed, uh, you know, I think I'm I'm excited for these movies again now um, because I think I took that break. I think I, I I probably would feel a bit more burned out if I'd been watching all of them.
0: Yeah, I just, like, I'll probably enjoy, like, I mean, I'm worried about Birds of Prey, but, like, Black Widow in Wonder Woman 84, I'll probably enjoy those movies, but I'm at the point now where almost no trailer for a superhero movie will get me that excited, because, you know, we've done this dance enough now that I'm like, yeah, it's a superhero, Like, like, Black Widow especially... I remember watching that trailer and I was like, okay, this looks a little bit different. I like Florence Pure. this is nice. But by the time we got to the end of the trailer and she's like flying through the sky and there's like all this CG stuff going, I'm like, okay, it's a Marvel movie. It's just, it's just think, a Marvel movie again. I and mean, that's
1: why I like the Birds of Prey trailer so much. And not, uh, you know, uh, I know Pete doesn't like, probably the similar reason that I'm going to say I do like it is that it feels so different. It feels fresh. Yeah, and I'm it like, can, yeah, yeah but it can, it can be different and bad. <laughs> it it can, can be both those it things. Can. No, it can, but I don't think it looks bad. Uh, it would be
2: different and good, too. Like, you know.
1: Do you know what? In some ways, I feel like I might end up feeling in 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 some ways how I feel about um, Man of Steel. In that I do not think Man of Steel is a bad movie. I think it's a... I mean, I've come down a little bit over the years. I used to say it's a good movie. It's still a... It's an all right movie. It's a bad Superman. It's fine. Adaptation.
2: But it's a bad Superman movie and it no. completely
1: misses the point. No, exactly. No, but that's my Superman, key thing here. So, it is yeah. a bad Superman story. And but it, it's not and it a bad down-
2: movie. No, but it also comes down to the philosophy on Superman is that if you think of him as an alien first, that's that movie. It's an alien invasion movie, right? But if you think of him as, you know, as as we do, you know.
1: I get this, but more I I get is Birds of Prey might be a bad Birds of Prey movie in the end, but I, I might find that it's a good movie in general.
0: But that'll, I mean, that'll bug me still, though, because at least with Superman, we've had enough Superman movies and TV shows that people understand what Superman is. The thought that the general public will think that's what Birds of Prey is and b- brings my blood to a boil. Whoa, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, whoa, whoa, Matt! Whoa, Matt. Matt. Well, from, Jesus!
1: You know, just, before I get I'm going to go back to a point Pete said earlier that might actually be in the cut section, but it was something he, he said about yeah. uh, Star Wars, yeah. is that he doesn't like those movies the original trilogy because they're star wars movies he just likes them because they're good movies right and i kind of feel like this way with birds of prey it's like it might be a bad birds of prey thing and maybe that is what the public will think of as birds of prey i don't know but i'm i'm willing to like it if it's a good movie that's what i want out of this
2: yeah but see as, as a superman fan who's yet to have a good superman movie in his lifetime like I'm okay with Birds of Prey yeah. being Besides, the...
0: that comparison's terrible anyway because no one cared about Star Wars before those Star Wars movies because they created Star Wars. Like, they defined what Star Wars is. This is something that we already know about and understand and care about and have a have an
1: idea of what it should be. Yeah, but there are lots of but adaptations not, of things that are... Yeah. I mean, James Bond is arguably... Most of those movies are ter- you know, terrible adaptations. Yeah. Of the know terrible movies as well! <laughs> no, look... P- casino your, aside. how dare most, you most Shite. people will tell you that james bond is perfectly enjoyable there there are many enjoyable good yeah. films in that you know 20 something film list Shite.
2: 24
1: yeah 25 they're not all seven. good obviously but there are some yeah. really good ones um and up until casino royale not a single one of them was even close to what those books are like not not even remotely yeah they became, a thing. Okay. A, bond movie it, became
2: a thing right okay like
1: that that could
0: be something that you. that's okay to be mad at that
2: yeah i just i don't know i like birds of prey i'm not that i'm i'm okay with that because i don't know there's they're so low-key that this is what the general public think i mean look at they they rebounded fine after that terrible cw show you know like and that was closer to what you want, so.
0: Well, did they rebound? Like, what? Define rebounding,
2: man. They're getting a movie, right? So, like, the public consciousness is enough that nearly twenty
0: years later, how is that rebounding just fine? Uh, I don't know, I mean, man. I
1: mean, look, I'm just saying. Here's the thing of you know, going back to my my Bond analogy, and you are saying, "Well, yeah, you know, there are people mad about that." Sure, but who cares? Because they've still got the Bond box that they can read and enjoy. You've still got. Right. Birds of Prey comics that you there's, there's like hundreds of Birds of Prey comics that you can read and enjoy. There will be hundreds more probably that you can read and enjoy. If if you don't if if you don't like this movie, so what? If
2: uh, you well, know, when I have a bigger because issue I want with I wanna, on this is people telling me I don't understand Superman because of me not liking Man of Steel, yeah. and BVS and Justice League. But
0: uh, not, I, you I know don't. You know what I mean? This line of thinking is annoying to me because like, like you're saying the movie can be different and that can be okay but I, I don't want a different movie i want this is the same problem i have with batman v superman i don't want some different take in this i want a, a representation of that friendship on screen that i recognize and love for all the right. reasons why i love it i want a birds of prey where it's the friendship between babs and dinah i want you know or even just look at forgetting the birds of prey part of it cassandra kane in the trailer already has more lines than she should in the whole movie and <laughs> i don't want any part of it <laughs>
2: I feel like Pete's been a gatekeeper for Birds of Prey, Connor.
1: I think he is, yeah. Him I saying, for... I hate that this is what the public will think of as Birds of Prey. Yeah. So what? Maybe, maybe uh, this will get people into I... Birds of Prey. Maybe if this is a good movie, but it's let's different, see. people will go, I like Birds of Prey now. Let me find more. And then they'll let's, fall in love with a different version see, of Birds of Prey.
2: I understand that, but I also disagree with it because of what I said about <laughs> Superman. Because of Man of Steel. Because I've had this argument with people. And... It's it's why I try not to have conversations like this. Star Wars and now Superman slash, you know, any of the Snyder things, I just stay away from unless I know the person personally. I don't even, because I can't. It's, it's not yeah, worth
0: my and at, at Top at top of this, though, like, they're actually going to have a Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey comic book. So it's not even like...
1: It's like like a black label book. It's by a black Azarell.
0: label book. Right no, no, no no, by no, 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 no. There's one after that by Palmiotti and Thingy. There's a, there's another no, yeah, book. Oh
1: yeah, that's that's basically just more. Oh, well,
0: now I
2: understand why Pete's upset. Now I definitely get why Pete's upset. Yeah, but the point. The
0: they're they're, yeah, but,
2: they're blocking him out of what he did. Yeah, the birds they're, they're, I get it. Now.
0: They're they're, ch- they're chasing what the movie's doing. The comics yeah. are going to fall short at least for a while. This is what happens when this happens.
1: I think that you're worried for. No real reason in in the long term. I think this, you know, the 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 uh, and Connor one is very much a sequel from everyone who heard to their Harley Quinn run. It's just oh, they happen to throw the Birds of Prey in because they've got a movie. This probably would have happened. To and Super if there was Harley an actual
0: in. and if there was an actual Birds of Prey book at the same time, fine, you've got a point. But there isn't. That that is the extent of the Birds of Prey content that you can get
1: for the foreseeable future. Yeah, but you'll get another one after that's finished. You'll get another Birds of Prey book, and it'll be it'll have Babs in it. Metaverse,
0: Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, the movie looks like garbage.
1: But, I but thought. Every time anyone gets angry, at anything the the the, the it is... I was just like just, just metaverse, metaverse. Don't worry about it.
2: Well, that, that's how I've chalked out BBS. The, the the Snyderverse is just a metaverse now, and I can ignore it.
1: It's fine. <sighs> so. And I, I think just you know you you know you, you talk about BBS, it will be poor representation of the characters. They are, but the reason BVS is uh, that I single out man, uh, you know, BVS versus Man of Steel is Man of Steel is still a perfectly fine, well made enough movie, it's just not a good Superman movie. BVS is a terribly made movie, yes. in, in full stop. I think that's my key point here. Well, it is, but if
0: if if a bit the misunderstanding of the characters in that movie is even worse than Man of Steel, even if the movie was competently made, I would still hate that movie,
1: yeah, yeah. but I mean, like. Stuff like Justice League, right? Yeah, they get most of the characters more or less right. Most, not well, all, obviously. It's because um, of weed, but let's not yeah, talk about that. But it's not a good movie. No. What's your point? That yeah. I, I i would personally, right now, rather watch Man of Steel than Justice League.
0: I not what your point is, though. what was, What's was your point in the context that, of our conversation that, about Birds in, of Prey?
1: Birds of Prey, I would rather a good movie than it be true to Birds of Prey, necessarily. I just want a good movie. And in, no, in I, regard... I would rather have no movie than a movie that is not true to what Birds of Prey is. Why? Why? That's, just, that's <sighs> just selfish. Why would you not just go, right, there's a movie. It exists. It's great. No, make something Somebody else. else go make
0: something else. No, this is the same argument of doing reboots and remakes over and over again. If it's going to be something else, then do something else and call it something else. Don't don't try and use the branding of something right, that already so, exists. So by,
1: by that logic, you, you don't want that Last Apes trilogy.
0: Look, I said when I made that debate, there's the exceptions to the rule that justify the existence of what it is, right? And why
1: can this not be an exception? You haven't because seen it yet, you don't know this,
0: that it's This not is an a different conversation, though, because this is not a reboot of something. This You is... just brought reboots in. I did, because you're trying to use that to justify something else that you just said. They are not comparable, they're very different I things. not try and use reboots, you brought reboots up. Well, why did you bring that, uh, the Ape's trilogy up, then? What's that got to do with because this? Because
1: you'd already said reboots.
0: Not before that, I didn't. Yes, you did. In what context? What did I say? Uh,
1: go back. Um, I said... I can't go back. I can't play it back th- live, you tet. I'm thinking. I'm th- I meant go back in your head. <sighs> uh... so the audience can go back. You definitely said it beforehand, which is why I retaliated with that. You said it was all about reboots and sequels not justifying their existence. I said that, that after back- you brought up the apes. No, you didn't.
0: We'll say something else there, because we're just going to sit here in silence. Yeah, make a point. Video, What's your point? That,
1: that is my point. This could be that exception. And I would rather have to, a good movie that it, is an exception. It
0: could, it could be an exception. It always could be before we've seen it. No one's saying that it can't well, be an exception. That's why there's no point getting looks mad like, about it until after
1: we've seen it. I'm
0: not getting mad about the movie. I'm getting mad about you trying to justify the movie when it looks like garbage. <laughs>
1: It doesn't look like it. It looks
0: like garbage. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. it. None of the characters of the characters are supposed to be. I don't want to do this debate. You've drawn me into this. I said I don't want to talk about it. I started this conversation by saying I don't want to do this again because we've done it already. But you kept going.
1: One final question. Tell me what looks bad about that trailer Without telling me an element that about that it is because there is an adaptation, the humor is annoying.
0: Like. The humor is annoying. Everything about it is obnoxious. It thinks it's really funny and cool, and it isn't. Right? Like, there's a moment where um, uh, Harley is like talking about ordering pizza, and Dinah's is like, "Hey, Harley, focus." I'm like, it's annoying. That's the movie feels like it's playing to the lowest common denominator. It's made for stupid people. Okay, I said it. It's made for stupid people who love Deadpool. The end.
2: I kind of like Deadpool too.
0: Yeah, me
1: too.
2: <laughs> Overrated. But <laughs> so this is what I learned. I just talk it up now. Like, I guess I'm dumb. I like things. Like, I love the Fast movies. It's unapologetic. Oh, uh, like,
0: dear. Like, it's just cause, I. Fe- cause okay, draw me some. Exactly what they are. I'll sum up in a word. I th- the, the trail's obnoxious. I think it's obnoxious. And it's being obnoxious at the same time as it's also meant to be representing several characters, which adds on a whole other element of my hatred, okay? But I think the trailer looks bad. It looks like annoying characters doing annoying things. And all of the characters that aren't Harley are just standing there reacting
1: to Harley. I think it still looks like a good movie. Oh my gosh. It looks like fun. I'm going uh, to it. I'm gonna go see it. I don't know what
2: to say. Sorry. Yeah, I'll see it. I'll I'm see a sucker. it.
0: I'll Come see on. it and review it, but I just. Like, I, for some reason, you're fighting me on this when this is a prime example of like wanting a better star. This feels like a movie that was made in the mid 2000s before anyone accepted of actually trying to do justice to the characters that are adapting. See, I
2: feel also that it, where Connor's coming from is you're judging it completely based off of a trailer that you don't like versus actually seeing the movie now if you come into this with
0: i'm not pretending to review it. it this is a stupid point i'm not pre- pre- pretending to review it. you're trying to i know i'm basing this on a trailer of course i'm based on a trailer i've got nothing else to base it on right, so there's no there's no debate on this
1: i think what what no, there's what we on it though um <laughs> What I'm saying I like is that, yeah, it's different. It doesn't feel like a, a, a Birds of Prey thing necessarily, but I like that we've got all this variety in DC's st- stuff. And the end. like, <laughs> see what you want about Joker, but it's a very different type of movie to Shazam. Oh, and I like
3: that.
1: Oh god! And I like this being different again. I don't need hey, all of them to feel the same. That's I really my problem like that with the second. Marvel
3: movies.
2: I really like oh. that second Joker trailer. I did not like the Joker movie that much. Joel,
1: the Joker so. movie, I thought, just because I'll give my thoughts here. I thought it was fine. It's all right. It's not a bad movie. I like it. It's just not as smart as it thinks it is and doesn't back yeah. up its points. Yeah, exactly. That's that's it. It's not as deep as people want to say that it is. It's surface level enjoyable. It's just take, not deep. And,
2: and I'll take something like Birds of Prey over Joker just mainly because who I have to talk to about it. I'd rather be something be dumb and know it's dumb than something that's dumb and thinks it's smart.
1: Yeah, so just J- Joker wrong. is it's it's a fine it's surface level it's enjoyable like it's well made. It just hasn't got the depth to back up the ideas that it's talking about.
2: No, and that's like uh, Salim Pete before. I think you're on break, uh, and that little interlude we had. If someone like the Softy Brothers, who did Uncut Jim, had done Joker, where it actually has something to say, and there's actual grit in and whatnot behind it, I think it it comes off better. But Todd Phillips is not that guy, no matter how yeah, hard no, you try. <laughs> so so that, that's just it. And you know, as a DC fan, that's fine. I'm I'm perfectly okay with comics again. In my 34 years on this earth, I have yet to have a good Superman movie. And that, that's okay, because I have the comics. Man, I got Doomsday Clock 12. I got uh, Mark Waid uh, and Lionel Francis's Birthright. You know, uh, that's fine. I mean, you're,
1: you're, a, you're in a lucky time to be alive, yeah. to be a Superman fan. And so,
2: you know, and I'll watch Crisis. I like Tyler <clears throat> Oakland enough. You know, and if they're show, I watch it.
3: it.
2: Yeah, I like Brandon Ralph. Yeah, I you know, um, I like Tom Willing. I like Smallville you know it's not the greatest but you know whatever it's terrible but
1: i like it anyway
2: <laughs> yeah like it, and that's fine and so i just when when it comes to representation of stuff as long as they keep printing the comics that i like right then and they don't try to hide them away then i'm okay with that so you know same goes for the marvel movies a lot of people crap on them. black widow looks terrible but you know what no, i don't say terrible it looks I... you know mediocre. <sighs> but i'm still gonna go see it it might be a lot of fun
0: um, I don't think there's anything wrong with not liking something because it's a bad a- adaptation. There's absolutely nothing wrong I with that.
2: I don't think there's anything wrong either, but I also want to see it before. I'm not going to just look at the trailer and write it off. But that's just me. you
0: know. I'm still not going to see it. I'm just going to try it. <sighs> yeah. Eventually.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I'll see when it comes out. I'm going to add my so voice I, to the mix. Uh, when,
1: okay. you, I only say eventually because I know, you know you've not seen Joker yet so I didn't know if you will. Yeah. Like being there day one on this one as yeah. well, or if you were kind of feeling like similar to like I'll get to it eventually.
0: Th- honestly my my thing with superhero movies right now is I'm just kind of feeling apathetic towards them. Uh for the most part. And you know, I'm, most of them will end up being fine on the day. Wonder Woman eighty four is probably going to be enjoyable, even though I kinda hate that they've just brought Steve Trevor back for no reason other than they want Chris Payne back. But
1: uh, <laughs> we wouldn't want Chris Payne back.
0: But like you know, I like I I keep we keep hearing these dates Oh, Black Adam's coming then, Shazam is coming then and uh you know the Batman's- and the
1: Batman's got an insane cast that should. Yeah, I've I've stopped being excited for anything with that trailer for that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I just we've done this dance of trying to hype. Because this is the thing, it's not even been that long since we were getting announcements for like Justice League and Batman v Superman. Like, oh, so and so is playing James Gordon, so and so is playing this character, and we're doing it all again because we've got a new Batman movie coming out. Like the dance of getting hype for a superhero movie is just dead to me. Like, like,
2: and that's fine. But I you know? see, you know, Robert Pattinson, who I like as an actor um and i see zoe kravitz and i see jeffrey wright and i and all being pulled together by matt reeves
1: and just as a fan like, of,
2: of movies Matt remove batman from that thing
1: and you'd be quite excited for that right? on on the the premise of the, the yeah, like, like, yeah like like yeah. matt, matt so... reeves
0: and james gunn making movies like means yeah. they'll probably end up being really good but at the same time i for some reason i just can't really get that excited yet and i don't know if it's because yeah, and that's DC. That's right. and I don't know if it's because DC movies have been particularly kind of rough uh, the last few years, and I say rough. That's generous to be honest. Um, you know, absolutely diabolically bad. So, oh. <laughs> in some, no, some I, cases, that's,
1: that's kind of that's how I feel. Though, with it, like until I see a trailer, all the casting announced, it's too far out. I kind of just, it's too much. I don't care that much.
0: Um, and it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't help either the TV shows are mostly terrible right now either.
2: Yeah, and that's why I haven't rushed a crisis because I haven't heard anything. Crisis. no one has it's come to watching. me and yeah but no one's come to me and go you gotta watch crisis i had pete rushing me to watch watchmen for two weeks yeah because i was so bad yeah down. The, the sad tr- like, you watch watchmen yet you know i don't have that with crisis yeah so i haven't watched it yet
0: the sad, I'll it. The sad truth is is that crisis well much better than the regular shows is not good enough to be you have to watch crisis it's it, not that
1: right. it has yeah. the possibility to be that after the final parts
0: Maybe. I'm not saying that.
1: As a whole, it might, depending on how good these last two hours are. We'll see. But I agree it's probably not. But who cares? Because Legends is back like the week after. And that you should be watching every week because it's fantastic.
2: But yeah, so anyways, uh, dissertation. Uh, digression, not dissertation. Dude, I mean, it felt
1: like a bit of a dissertation. It, it did. I,
2: so I, I, <laughs> I, I enjoy watching Pete get upset, but he had a monster, and I worry for his heart.
0: That, that was like <laughs> the angriest
1: so, Pete made it a while.
0: Uh, it's because you're a
2: Back in the day when we did stuff with Skinner, uh, me and him argued over stuff, me and Pete, and it got so heated that he had to stop, remove it from the show, and Skinner just sat there going, wow, that was something. So, that has been since
0: that that we had an outburst. Anyways. It 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 all boils down to, I think a movie looks bad, and yet Connor will somehow sit there and try and justify why I shouldn't think it looks bad. And...
1: I just, I think a movie looks bad. The end. (laughs) That's it. That's fine, it was just... The only reason I was get at it was because it was... I, I wanted more than why beyond the adaptation elements. And uh, it took you a while to get to that.
0: <sighs> okay, it's obnoxious and unfunny. There you happy? Like, I, I found yeah. myself rolling my eyes at the trailer. There you go. Yeah, that's
1: a perfectly good reason not to like a trailer.
0: trailer. Uh, I'm going to be, I don't like you and McGregor that much. Okay, I'll see it.
2: That's fine. <laughs> I love that dude. I'll watch most things he's in. I've tried <sighs> to watch Down with Love four times, but I can't get through it.
0: I know, he basically, I mean, it wasn't the only reason, but he basically killed Fargo season three for me. (laughs) Oh, come on. You're not holding him
1: responsible for that. I just said it wasn't just him, but I didn't. Not just him. He was one of the redeeming qualities of that season.
2: Yeah, I still haven't finished that season. And it's got, again,
0: Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh,
1: Yeah, Uh, exactly. I
2: didn't want to finish it. I got to the point where she See, exactly.
0: Exactly. Winstead and and McGregor were in something before, and it was
1: lukewarm at best. There we go. Correlation is not causation. The evidence is adding up. Correlation yep. is not causation. Basic <laughs> science. <laughs> All
0: right. Anyway, let's wrap this up because I got stuff to do. Well, we have yeah,
1: one. I'm...
0: We have one final. We have one final uh, oh, more. section to to do. To... <laughs> yes. Well, yes. We have to come back round. We have to go about Twitter. We have to talk about. We have to look at the year ahead and talk about where we're going. Um, <laughs> not the movies. We've we've done that sufficiently.
2: Hey Pete, did you hear? There's a new Birds of Prey book coming out, 2020.
0: Uh... <laughs>
1: uh... I really hope Pete leaves all of that in completely uncut because he... that is
0: oh. I can't be arsed. Yeah. No, I need I need to put this together like quickly. So no, it's staying in. It's staying in.
1: I feel bad for people's ears. Yep. Uh...
2: Not pizza. It's just brand new headphones.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
2: 2020. What am I looking forward to? Superman without a secret identity. That's exciting. right? It's a new era going forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what do we know is coming? We know that I mean, 5G is going to be set up at least. I mean, maybe
1: not actually. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's one of those things that feels really negative, but I'm kind of looking forward for Rebirth era to be over in the sense that we know 5G is coming now and it, it kind of feels like we're just killing time to wait till we get to that in many ways
0: yeah I, I, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit uh, ambivalent I suppose is the word uh, over the fact that the event in the summer is probably going to be Snyder again
1: like it's probably going to be Snyder's crisis I'm kind of looking forward to it in the sense that this is going to be his, his goodbye so to speak uh, Yeah, not, again I don't think he'll be gone from DC entirely but this is this is the end of his era Um and I'm I'm intrigued to see what he does, and you know, and and how it lines up with other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: um. yeah. Like, like, I think there's you, a lot of smaller. I'm looking forward to like, you know, anything black label, anything hill house.
0: What's weird is, is it's hard to talk about because obviously we've always solicited up till March, and they've, all than the fact that they've done all those seven fifties and you know, hundred page specials, there's nothing actually been announced yet because everything's clearly coming after. Free Comic Book Day because they always tease it in Free Comic Book Day and then have yeah, the like, big event? Or, like
1: this time last year, we didn't know anything about Year of the Villain. That was not a phrase. Yeah, that was okay. I that missed those. Good world. I, I missed those yeah. days. Yeah, those days were <laughs> uh, good. My my point being just that, that that's how dominant that's been for the vast majority of this year, or how it's felt. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, we didn't even know that that was gonna be a thing.
0: Yeah,
1: it's hard to predict in that regard what will be the thing. I mean, we're all going. It's probably the the the, the crisis, the Time Master crisis, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I yeah. I I hope we get the start of a shaking of things up. No, admittedly, honestly, I think the the amount of books we like and read at the end of the year is actually a fine. It's a healthy amount. Um, and there's a lot that I'm excited about. Uh, but I hope that the main DCU. Has a, kind of a central thing that I really care about by the end of twenty twenty. That's my hope. I
1: agree because, like I say, you know, I had a a really solid, you know, top twenty books that I w- that I was quite happy with. Only in my top ten, only three of them were ongoings, uh, you know, mainline stuff. There was outside of that. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Olsen's technically in continuity. Doomsday Clock is a, se- a special exception. Dialytes Your Hero is. Possibly in continuity. I don't really as know. In
2: continuity, as Jimmy Olsen is. Yeah, maybe. I think. Yeah, it,
1: yeah, I think it technically is. And and Green Lantern is, but is also very, very, very separate. I mean, so you know.
0: Yeah, if I look at my top ten that I gave you earlier, like, I mean, the ongoings there are Action Comics, Aquaman. Wonder Woman, although that's kind of I mean, not done, the book's still happening, but it's done in terms of my enjoyment of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Supergirl were my, my ongoings, because the other stuff was Doomsday Clock, Harleen, Naomi, which is going to come back immediately, so that's kind of a weird... But again,
1: not an ongoing. It'll yeah. be, be just another six uh, issues, I assume. But
0: Basketful of Heads, Curse of the White Knight, and Deceased. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of 50-50 for me where half of them are either minis or maxis or, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some and most of them not in the main DCU. Most of them are either Black Label or yeah,
1: because like like my only three were Justice League, which Snyder's coming to an end, so who knows how I'm going to feel when Bendy takes over. But I mean, one of my other ones was Hawkman, so maybe maybe that's a good sign. And then uh, Justice League Dark. Those are my three ongoing books. And um, yeah, I I mean there are other ongoing books I like. Obviously, we we talk about you know I like that one Aquaman, you know, but. I want more in that key area, rather than just being feeling reliant on black label and stuff to to get my enjoyment. Yeah,
0: yeah. I just, I hope, I hope this, we have a sign of the things to come. I'm actually kind of annoyed that five G isn't even like I'm kind of ready for it to just happen now. Like I don't really need a year of build up for it. But
1: we're probably gonna have to go through a whole crisis event, which got Snyder first before we get to it. Yeah, that's why I said it feels really negative that I'm just what I'm looking forward to is for this year to be done so that we can get 5G. But <laughs> <laughs> like, there'll be stuff to enjoy along the way, I'm sure. But like, it, it comes up to what we said earlier. Since the start of Rebirth, Doomsday Clock, uh, you know, that story was what we were waiting for. We didn't know it was called that for a while, but we knew the Manhattan
3: uh, yeah. like,
1: confrontation. Not even necessarily with Superman at the time, but that was what we were waiting for. Yeah, there was... And now that's done, I'm ready for the next thing to be excited for. And I think that is whatever 5G is going to be, we'll have something in that to be excited by, I'm sure. But there's kind of this like lull intermission period here now where we're just kind of waiting for everything to get to 5G stuff now.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the biggest book right now that I look forward to is probably Strange Adventures. And what's mm-hmm. funny is, despite the fact that King's had a bit of a rough year for us, it doesn't really affect our, our anticipation of that book. because uh,
1: I, I will say there is a slight... like Every time I think about it, I'm like I'm excited for Strange Adventures, yeah, and then in the back of my head, it just some, there's a voice just. But what if it's like Heroes in Crisis?
2: <laughs> but what if it's like Mister Miracle?
1: That no, exactly. That's what I'm banking on. It's it's yeah. Mister <clears throat> Miracle versus Heroes in Crisis, and you know it's the twelve issues. It's Gerard's It's, it's you know, Shana. We're like, okay, this is this is Mister Miracle too. You know, it's it's the spiritual successor. Mm-hmm. It's all on that. But what if it's not? <laughs> every every time I think about it, just just in the back of my head. That's all I hear, and I'm I'm just. Terrified of it not being that because I am that excited. I'm terrified of it of it disappointing me.
0: Yeah, um, we'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Uh, I'd, I mean, I'd hope Wonder Comic Season Two is going to. I mean, because we're going to end both uh, Dial H and Wonder Twins around the same time. We've got the Amethyst mm-hmm. book done, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I, I guess that's a start of season two. But I mean, other than Naomi season two, I presume there's going to be another book or two that's going to
1: probably um i think white knight you know the the, the next one of that probably won't be told 21 because he's doing because murphy's doing mm-hmm. another book between yep. them um we might get more harleen given how sezik's already teasing things that are drawn lettered ready to go from the next part of the story yeah
0: i mean even if it isn't told the same time next year where it's like an october november december thing i mean
1: yeah, could, I'd be okay with
0: that. It could very well be next year. I am. Um, it's kind of weird. We're at a place right now where we don't really know a whole lot of what the plans are for next year.
1: Yeah, often we kind of have ideas of these are the books coming because they've talked about it. But because it does feel like they're holding their cards close to the chest because 5 Gs coming, there's not going to be any huge big books this year outside of black label things. I think Suicide Squad is probably the last big book that will start. You know, and, you know, and the the new run on Batman those are probably the the last heralds of the rebirth era very
0: possibly uh, which makes it very hard to theorise that much
1: I mean yeah, I think this time next year we'll be talking about very exciting things, well, I hope we, we might yeah, be very worried about what's about yeah, it may be a lot but, of really bad things but <laughs> will be but st- we, we will have stuff to talk about one way or another, that's for sure
0: yeah, um I'm sure Scott Lobdell will be taking over a major book. Oh, he might be finishing on Red Hood. Maybe, maybe, maybe a Connor Kent Superman book, Super Boy book rather.
2: Yeah, you're not funny. Don't you put that out to the world? Now I got to go
1: consult Grant Morrison and uh, do some I, dark magic. I, I, I need to get that photo. Just you of wait him. till he does the new Jessica Cruz book, and
0: then screw you, Pete. Ah, oh, don't say that. Yeah, it's not nice, is it? <laughs> hey, you'd be miserable in that as well, Matt. So shut up. We all would be, but n- you—you
1: deserve that. Oh, yeah,
0: man, that's the route we done. The <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, blame Connor. He's the one who said he's done that movie tangent, and he made us wait for like twenty <laughs> minutes between parts. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll take responsibility for the wait. The movie uh, tangent was coming, whether or not we, we wanted it. to. That us. was your
0: fault. I—I I, I blame you. All right. Um, okay. I guess we're done. I guess that is the end of annual number oh, four. Hallelujah. Uh, Matt, are you hungry or something? Are you itching I, I am. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, I'm hungry. Starving.
1: I've, I've not eaten in hours.
0: I'm cranky. Yeah. yeah. I actually for once had a decent amount of food not right before we started but you know soon enough that I, I wasn't worried about getting hungry but we've been so long that I'm hungry again. I've had,
1: a, I've had like a bag of fruit pastels. <clears throat> that's about it. I hate fruit pastels. Um I just heard that
2: I was my stomach growling. So I, am, am oh, like mine, mine's
1: been going for the last like, hour and I'm like, is the mic yeah. picking this up. It's that, it feels that loud. Uh, nah,
0: no, no, I heard that. Um, so yeah, this is because the multiverse annual number four, uh, obviously in the comments, let us know your favorites and stuff. Um, and if you're that one person who tried to claim Mr. Miracle, uh, you can fess up to, it, uh, below if you like. Um, but, uh, this is, uh, <laughs> this has been our annual number four. Uh, so, I mean, I, I like the thing you say here at the end, uh is just to you know thank everyone for being a part of the show for another year um here's to another year many more years to come we'll be we'll be crossing number two two, 200 in, in april so that's a big deal um thanks to all of our patrons for the year if i'll take this time to thank our producers for the month our Patreon producers thank you to David Shaw Alison M Fordyce Cindy Palacios and Tyler Hess uh, that means they're all $20 up patrons over at patreon.com slash Uh you can go over there and support us for as little as $1 per month so thank you to all of our patrons of course uh, thank you to everyone who's been listening to the show over the past year or since the start uh, you can support us of course by sharing out the podcast or rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts give us 5 stars or, or whatever uh, that helps us a lot more people find us that way Um, just thanks for being a fun community who follows on DC DC Comics Podcast on Twitter Uh, a lot of fun banter on there and you know everything else Uh, it has been a hell of a year so um, we started off you know halfway through Heroes in Crisis and we ended with the end of Doomsday Clock and a book like Harleen which we didn't even know was going to exist at the start of the year Uh, and sometimes that's the most exciting stuff is what's going to pop up out of nowhere that we can't predict. Did,
1: did we know anything about Hill House that last this
0: time uh, last year? Not, not, not then. I don't think. No. I, I feel like that was one of the cons in the middle of the year that revealed all that. That sounds about right. I want to say it was the summer we found out about Hill House, but yeah.
1: But I mean, that, that's an, that was a, a great exciting thing that we've got looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: I'm looking forward to more Hill House, and I'm looking forward to Wave Two if there is going to be a Wave Two. Like.
1: I assume there will be.
0: Yeah. Um. But hey, uh, so Matt, what was your favorite yep. DC thing of the year? Anything could be a book, can be a person, can be a moment, could be a. No, it's, it's
2: the the um, revelation of the metaverse, easily. I Forget guess. what issue that was in. Oh. That was pretty good. I
0: always say that was like issue ten, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's whatever. fine.
1: Uh, Connor, favorite thing of the year. Uh, my favorite thing of the year was. Pete getting that angry over birds of prey
2: <laughs> I knew you are going to...
1: okay. let's not judge it up I gotta... uh, Come on, recency I know.
0: bias recency <laughs> bias
1: Joey's really funny is earlier on uh, we had that cut Star Wars thing for the patrons uh-huh. yeah. and I said hey guys if you want to see Pete get angry it's worth it for a dollar <laughs> I did not I mean, get that angry yeah. No, that was like not even half as angry <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, no no seriously i uh, doomsday clock and if, if uh, not the metaverse as a the... concept because that is just solid gold then just you mm-hmm. know the last issue
0: yeah uh yeah i mean doomsday clock for me really but uh you know <laughs> 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 all right uh okay so thank you very much everyone hopefully you had fun christmas and have a happy new year uh, we will see you next week at the regular time uh, for week one of January, week one of 2020. Uh, I told you at the end of last week where the books were. I'd do it again now, but I don't have them up. So, I mean, start those books coming. We've gone long enough. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC Comics, guys. And remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. Birds of Prey
2: 2020.